0: bet you wish you so blurred talking about what we heard talking about what we seen, all through the eyes of a blurred everything that we do urge flying like a super person, plus I got super friends we be teaming up early
1: welcome to blurred vision your window into the world of all things geek movies TV or news we talk about it every week it's your boy Jordan with hey guys it's
0: Michael did you miss us we were all for a week Jordan did you miss me I did miss you I'm online.
1: You want to play Striking Vipers? No, <laughs> but this week—Are you, are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we're yeah, so we took a break for Independence Day, you guys. So hopefully you miss us too much. Oh, we didn't have much to talk about, anyways. So we're no, like we eh. anything to talk about. <laughs> I finished Jessica Jones. We didn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody cares. I I could give like a five minute wrap up for the whole season, but honestly, nothing happened. It, it could literally be summarized as Dexter versus Jessica Jones. Are you interested in that at all? No. Exactly. <laughs> but you know I what? I did hear
0: Luke Cage came on as a like one episode. Literally
1: one scene.
0: Oh, uh, it wasn't even a full episode. No. Ugh, it was damn. one
1: scene. He just rolled up in her apartment like, hey, what's up? You going through shit? Yeah. You need any help? Nah. Okay, I'll see you later. And he never will. <laughs> He'll <laughs> never guess, see her again. Guess I'll just watch that one scene
0: then. That's all I care It's about. not even that <laughs> great of a scene. <laughs> it, was, it, it kills me.
1: But it was kind of like a an epilogue sort of to Luke K season two. So he was like in his suit, like Kingpin and shit. So if you're into that, maybe you are. (laughs) I mean, maybe I (laughs) don't (laughs) know. Looking like a snack. Oh, he's got full beard too. But anyway, what we are excited to talk about though is Spider-Man, Spider-Man, radioactive Spider-Man. Those are not the lyrics. (laughs) Well, I'm kind of combining the original song with the new one. You don't want Spider-Man, Spider-Blood, (laughs) Spider-Blood. Classic. But yeah, we're going to be talking about the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, the Avengers Endgame epilogue that we all wanted? Question mark? Maybe. (laughs) Put a pin in it. We're going to have our full review and thoughts later in the episode. Uh, we're also gonna be talking about Stranger Things season three. That's how I spent my Fourth of July. I don't know about you. Uh, it was my mother's birthday on the third, so so no or yes. No. Uh, <laughs> I watched the entire series. Me and my girlfriend literally just binged it, uh, like all, basically all in one sitting. My Look, brother actually just got into. He just
0: he's he's on season two now. He's binging it like pretty much all this weekend. Mm. I'm like oh so you finally decided to join the party
1: dude just seeing like like just uh, clips of seasons one and two even two but like especially one man when you the comparison is crazy they're they, they full grown adults by season three I can't imagine what season four is going to be like yeah like, their voice is like hey where you guys going I'm like the fuck when did this happen <laughs> we're not kids anymore Will like oh my god what happened <laughs> to you Mike <laughs> Jesus Christ Like, it's like it's so weird to watch them grow up, too, because it's almost like someone just took their child selves and stretched them out like Gumby <laughs> and made them tall and lanky and weird looking. Although, well, I'll say, no.
0: What happened to Dustin's teeth? What he you had mean? teeth last season. Now this season, he don't have any teeth.
1: Oh, yeah, that was kind of a plot point. He didn't mention that. Yeah. Did the actual actor? I know that's like a real thing. Yeah, I know it's a real thing, but he had teeth last season. He got him punched out at camp. Like, what <laughs> at summer camp, they got punched out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about uh, Stranger Things, at least episode one. So I guess no spoilers, even though I want to talk about spoilers. Well, you can't because I'm only cra- seeing one episode. You better finish for next week, man, because it gets crazy. Um, and we do have animated wrap up the final, uh, the last episode of Attack on Titan season three and the last two episodes of One Punch Man season two.
0: And did you watch... uh
1: No. I don't know what you're going to say. Man, probably I'm not. not. <laughs> what is it? Is it okay. anime? Yeah. Then no. <laughs> is it shield hero? No. Oh, then what is it? Um, Fire squad? Fire force? Fire force. I heard someone talk about that. Like they said. Which they stole from blurred force. Blurred force? Yeah. <laughs> what
0: the hell is that? The blurred force. Is that a thing? I don't know what that is. It's our thing. It's our thing? Yes. Since when? We merge into gooey substance. <laughs> what? To make the blurred force. Is this like the speed force,
1: but for black nerds? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know about this. It's with a little bit of gay in it. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> Wait, so what's... I don't know anything about it, though. I just saw someone... Like I saw a picture of it, and uh, someone said, like, this is the best new anime. I don't know about all that, but it's pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so something else to check out for next week. I think we also have a couple of anime suggestions from our fans. Do yeah, a mini-summary. Okay. Um, we'll get into the emails to we'll talk about that, though. But before we get into all that in a bag of chips, we have iTunes review. Just one. And it's not even a new review. It's a re-review. Yes. We want new reviews. Guys, where are you? Where Putting are out you? the signal. <laughs> the blur signal is up. We need new reviewers. The bat signal. Let me, let me scroll down real quick. Let's see where our last new review came from. I think it was May 8th. Yeah, that's a lot. Hey, that's like two months yeah, ago. It was two months ago. Oh, that's so sad. Are we
0: no longer? Uh, loved? Yeah, is nobody listening to us? <laughs> or is it just is it just old people?
1: We've got the same amount of listeners. They have, We haven't dropped off yet. Now I say that. Watch, it's like next week. Like no one listened to our Far From Home review. This actually be the test. If we don't get like a like a big influx of listeners from the Far From Home review, that means no I one loves say, us anymore. just more. new, you gotta. You always gotta grow.
0: We're a million strong and growing.
1: Well, apparently we're not growing. <laughs> no, we're not. We need some more Flintstones chewables. <laughs> <laughs> but we did get a review from Lee Mahi, 17 and he says, uh, it's a five-star review, Toy Story 4 and other things. Hello, and as the title says, I'll be talking to our overlord and savior, dictator Mickey. And the lamp too, I guess. First of all, this will be long, huh? so strap in, Michael. This is a long review. So I'll start off by saying something that's not related to the mouse. Please, listeners, leave a review in the podcast. Oh, thank you, Levi yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> see, see, people like Lima here are the MVPs. Like, come on, guys, mobilize, help us out, help the podcast grow. Um, he says, leave a review in the podcast. They deserve all the five-star ratings you can give them. They not only record every week for us, well. Not last week, but <laughs> for the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sentiment is 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 correct. Uh, then not only record every week for us, but go to see movies uh, that are good. Anyone and are, bad <laughs> yeah, that that are good or bad. Uh, for anyone that does deserve, oh, anyone that does that deserves all recommendations. Now, finally, to Mickey, the rat of greediness. Now, I expect you guys to see the re-release of Endgame, since I can't find it anywhere near me. Then during the Aladdin review, I believe Michael said something oh, about. Did you see it? I did not. Okay. <laughs> oh! 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 Wait a minute. What, what
0: was What was all that stuff? You uh, all that shit you were talking to the other week. Uh, what we talk about? Uh, you're not a real fan. This is what we do. This is a podcast, man. We got to talk about it. You got to do it what? for
1: Avatar. <laughs> What's all that? <laughs> well, then I saw the actual re- like release of the one scene that and, was added. And wait, wait, who said it's not going to be anything? And I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, you, st- you did say it. I I had more faith in Marvel. I guess they betray they betrayed my trust. Okay, like that was a DC move. And for those that don't know, what we're talking about Avengers: Endgame re-released uh, Endgame into select theaters. Not even it's not even like it's everywhere or worldwide, but they they added three things. They added a Stanley tribute, which is cool, you know, Stanley, I love Stanley. And they even kinda of did that for Captain Marvel. But I guess it was like an extended like behind the scenes of like um his different cameos throughout the the entire history of the MCU. So that's that's cool. No no shade against that. But they also did um a <laughs> part of the six this is what kills me. Part of the six minutes of the new footage is Kevin Feige talking about the new footage you're gonna see at the end of the movie. So like the like so, so like a minute of the new footage of the 6 minutes is just me going, "Guess what guys? At the end of the movie, so stick around, there's going to be new footage." And then part of that's the Stanley footage, and then the other part of it is one scene Yeah, the Hulk. Yeah, of the Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. And it was a scene that was supposed to take place before the uh diner scene where they introduced the Hulk in his new Professor Hulk form. So I even understand why they got rid of it because that scene I think is a better reveal than what they were doing in the 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 deleted scene which is really just him uh saving a burning building and telling like it it shows him his hero now where he's like fully in control of his his hulk powers and he also is still smart because he gives the police kind of advice on how to put out the fire and it's burning at certain kelvin temperature or something you need to use this to extinguish it and then oh and there's a cameo of um what's his name from family matters the police officer uh... What's his name? Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow, yeah. Also from Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> and he's a police officer, so it's like... Is that like a weird, like... Is that the only role you can play? <laughs> or is it like a nod no, to Die that, Hard or it's Family it's, Matters fans? got like, both. But why? It seems so random. I mean... But the kicker of this whole thing is the footage that they... Like that... that All that... Everything I just described... Yeah, it's not done. It's unfinished. Yeah. So like... It, it's not even just unfinished like... I don't know... When I think unfinished footage, I don't think they're going to show us PS2 graphics of the Hulk. Like, it looks terrible. Have you seen screenshots online, it looks exactly like that. It looks like a PS1 game. Yeah, I haven't seen any. I just knew what it
0: was. And I ended up finding out what it was way after. And I was like, see, this is exactly why.
1: <laughs> but, like, that's a DC move. Like, if if DC did that for Justice League, like, we're going to re-release Justice League, and it's got unfinished new footage, and then it was, like, Superman, his face was, like, completely, like, fucked up. I mean, they released Justice League. it was unreleased. (laughs) Unfinished, yeah. (laughs) But I would never expect Marvel to do something like that. And it's like, you didn't have to show us that scene. I'm sure, I'm positive that there are deleted scenes that don't include CGI. Like, you know, I mean, just, just... Tony Stark talking to Steve Rogers. That's all I, that's all, as a fan of Marvel, that's all I need to see. Just give me a couple of deleted scenes of just characters talking. I'd be fine with that. No, they don't have any of that. Bullshit! Because <laughs> you know on the Blu-ray there's going to be stuff like that. Right? There's no way there's not going to be. Maybe. And remember, actually, even though I'm saying this now, I'm even thinking about, remember before when I told you about Marcus McFeely on the Kevin Smith podcast talking about scenes like War Machine getting his armor? And that that and that was cut from the final movie? Where was that scene? Show me that scene. Maybe they didn't have that. Maybe that was even less rendered than the Hulk scene. Ash, man, I I can't imagine. <laughs> Cause that Hulk is trash. And I'm just saying when that's your entire like justification for having people go out and see the movie again. I'm sorry, man. I can't justify the 10 to 15 dollars I'm gonna spend. Granted, I love Avengers Endgame, but I've seen it twice already. I don't need to see it again. Sing It Again was really just for, like, I want to be Avatar. That's why I'm Mr. Prediction Head. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you cursed Endgame. <laughs> did I? Or did they curse themselves? They really cursed themselves. I don't, that was, what, what are you doing, Kevin Feige? How how could you allow
0: that? And that's part of the reason why they didn't, like, it only made, and, and this isn't just because I wish I had this much money, but it only made $5 million. Really? Yeah. That's all it made? That's all it
1: made. So how far is it still from Avatar? I'll get to that. Okay, I'd say that That's for news.. news yeah. Okay, well Limahi goes on to say, uh, I expect you guys to see the re-release we didn't. We're trash. <laughs> like forky. Tr- trash. Uh, then during the Latin review, I believe Michael said something about how Disney should approach the remakes by going a different or by doing a different perspective. I agree, but I don't think it should be the other protagonist. I think Disney should have taken the maleficent approach and have it from the villain's perspective. I mean, imagine the same movie you saw. But from Jafar's perspective, oh, and can show you why he is power-hungry and cold-hearted. That's actually interesting. And we'll be talking about the uh, Malif- Maleficent trailer a little bit later, too. hmm And actually, a lot of what he's saying here is what I'm going to echo in that uh, trailer disc- uh, trailer talk. Da-da-da. Now, my Toy Story 4 review. First of all, this movie was a perfect ending to something that I thought had ended with the last That being said, I totally would give this a perfect vision, but I have a few complaints that I can't go into without talking spoilers, so... Spoiler warning for Toy Story 4! Okay, now that I've said that, you know that I... You know how I said it was a perfect ending? I meant for Woody. I hate to say this, but I feel like they set up room for a sequel. Yeah, they kind of did. Now I say that they... Now I say they set up a sequel because we really didn't have to end... Oh, we really have an end for Buzz's character or really any other than Jesse's, Bo, Peep, and Woody. Now, do not get me wrong, as much as I would like to see end Buzz's character, how they ended it with Woody being a lost toy, you can't. And even though you could make it about the next chapter in Woody's journey, I think they backed themselves into a wall by ending it the way they did. By that, I mean you can't by having the rest of the toys staying with Bonnie, even though Bullseye should have stayed with Woody. Oh, that's true, that horse. No loyalty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he don't
0: give a fuck about the horse. He, I guess it, I guess Jesse needs it now that she's the new sheriff. And also,
1: that was kind of, that was her front first, right? Because the, the, the horse, came, the with horse J- came with Jesse. I think the horse came with Jesse, yeah. yeah. Um, da-da-da. You leave yourself with a place where you would have to pick a, where you have to pick to follow Buzz or Woody's story. And I don't want a Toy Story film without one of them missing. I guess with one of them missing. I still would give a perfect vision and just give my concern for them making a sequel. Oh, I just have to give my concern for them making a sequel. And that's it. Sorry for being so long. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I also, even though I feel like they should end it at Toy Story 4, you know, money, corporate greed. Yeah. They're going to make a Toy Story 5. They're going to make a Toy Story 5. And they did leave it open because like you said, Woody's story is over but Buzz is still open. And, then, and he was also a main character, so it makes sense. And then,
0: I, I, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I have a feeling they might do a thing where, of course they're not going to do a Toy Story movie without Buzz and Woody and everybody else back together again. They're not going to have Woody and Buzz and Rex and Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They're
1: not going to have them not show up in some
0: form of capacity. Some of them and,
1: can't, though, because like Mr. Potato Head's voice actors died, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, I think they, the whole thing with Toy Story 4 was they used like old clips that were unused for his uh, his voice. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why he didn't talk much. Even though most of the characters. I was going to say most much. of them. Did. Yeah. But I think that was a cool workaround. But you can't really do that if the whole next movie would take place with all those toys. He's just, he's just in the back, not talking. I mean, maybe he loses his mouth. Yeah, actually, right there. Actually, you just solved it. Yeah. That makes sense um and that's it for our iTunes reviews let's get into things I don't really have a good segue right now I was like let me get into things that might not make sense oh no it works let's get into things that don't make sense because of Mysterio's illusions (laughs) let's talk about Spider-Man Far From Home there's
2: a void in our world someone like you are you going to step up or not
0: these things destroyed my world we have one mission you're coming with us
1: your friends are in trouble what are you going to do about it big time superhero stuff and for those that don't know our rating system here on blurred vision i will drop it here
2: we here at blurred vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision in the middle there's passable and then you have less than passable and more than passable.
1: thank you catch upon so this is now the second tom holland spider-man solo movie my friend it is the epilogue to avengers endgame which some argue should have actually been the actual ending to and phase the third in- spider-man 2 within the last like 18 years <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> we had Spider-Man 2, the original Amazing Spider-Man 2, and now we have Spider-Man Far From Home. But is it the best Spider-Man sequel of those three trilogies? Well, 2 trilogies.
0: tril—well, no, three. They're not really
1: trilogies yet. Well, well they're not trilogies yet. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man well, actually be a no. Yeah, that was gonna say Spider-Man never got a trilogy. <laughs> It'll never be a trilogy. <laughs> but is it the best second movie of those three franchises? Some will argue yes. Some will argue a resounding no based on some of the choices that were made in this movie. You want to go first? What your thoughts, sir? I was going to
0: say, I heard it phrased a different way. Is it the
1: best live? Is it the best Spider-Man movie? Well, I, when I made my Instagram post about it, I did phrase it that this is one of the best live-action Spider-Man movies to me. And I specifically said live-action. Yeah, live-action, because live action, Into the Spider-Verse is still... It's <laughs> far, head and shoulders, still the king of Spider-Man movies. Like, that, that movie perfectly encapsulates everything that I think Spider-Man Yeah, I saw Spider-Man people represents. say,
0: oh, this is the best Spider-Man movie. I'm like, ah, Into the Spider-Verse. Mm, <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> don't be racist. Yeah, don't be racist. <laughs> But, I mean, we both love Tom Holland Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And I think we both... I mean, I'm trying to remember our review for Spider-Man Homecoming with Jamie. I felt like we really, really liked it. But we still had our issues with it. I don't think we gave it a perfect vision, do we? I don't I want to say we were, like, more than passable I range. Remember. <laughs> that was so long ago. I know. It was a <laughs> lifetime ago. <laughs> but going into this movie, my expectations were through the roof. Because after Endgame ended the way it did, kind of like with Toy Story 4... The Endgame was the perfect ending in Toy Story 3, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So to justify this being the end of Phase 3, I was going into this thinking, alright, you better wow me with something. And I feel like the way they kept a lot of what we as comic book fans going into it already know to be some of the twists that are, are being kept close to the chest in the advertisement from our home... I was like, all right, if you're going to save that reveal for the end, that's cool. But you got to do more than just go like, oh, by the way, that thing that you knew was coming because you're a comic book fan is is here. It's like, all right, what else you got? (laughs) So I went in with high expectations, but, you know, kind of arms crossed. Like, all right, let's see. Because I think I love, let me talk about Homecoming real quick. I love things like Vulture as the villain. uh, And I think there were character moments in Homecoming. That are far better than the specific character moments in Far From Home, but things like action in Homecoming left a lot to be desired. There was no real no, like. There wasn't really any. No, there was there was no big action sequence or set piece that was like that wowed me. The closest thing that did was what we saw in the trailers, which was the scene with uh, Peter holding the ferry together. To the point where they even spoil all that in the trailers and show Iron Man saving him. So I was like, no, none of that scene was surprising when you actually saw the movie. But I think the advertising for Farm From Home tried to keep things more secretive. So I was I was appreciative of the advertising for that reason. You know yeah, like, yeah, m- Yes and, and no. I feel like it did. All the big, like, what the fuck? Yeah, all the big ones, but there was still a lot of... It's not my review. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I wanna, I'm curious. I want to hear what you think. Um, but that being said, going into this film, I think they did a spectacular job at kind of giving an epilogue to the events of Avengers Endgame, which I was hoping for. I think after Endgame, we all had a bunch of questions about how the SNAP worked and logistically how... like You know, we would joke about it, but logistically, there's a lot of issues that kind of arise from five years later, everyone just compl- like just popping back into reality and like, having no time passed for them, but five years passed in the real world. We gave a lot of reasons why that doesn't really make sense, and I feel like this... Uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home did a good job of explaining a lot of those things. No, I, you're, you're, you're shaking your head. I get, I get where you're coming from, but in the context of this movie, because you're looking at these events through the eyes of like younger kids, like high schoolers, I think how they handled it. Now, granted, I would, if I were give a complaint, it would be that for me, I would like to see a heavier perspective on those events in other movies. But for this movie, it being kind of like the like the the aftermint to the meal as Avengers Endgame, I think they did a good job of kind of explaining like explaining away those questions we had. Um again though, if they don't get heavier with it later, if they just make it a big joke like they did in this movie, I think that's kind of a weak cop out. Cause it 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 the event of the the snap would have destroyed lives. So yeah, kids might be like, ah, whatever, it's not a big deal, but they're kids. But the, uh, I want to see the adult perspective later down the road. When it comes to uh, the pacing of this movie, I feel like the first act was slow. And that was like a big like, eh, I'm not liking how this it feels like this story is kind of meandering at first. But once you get to the halfway point and the, the story in earnest really kicks in, I feel like I forgive the first act for a lot of things, pacing included, because I feel like that was kind of the point. Just like how Peter in this movie wants to just get like become be a normal kid and kind of just do his own thing and not have to worry about saving the universe and being a superhero, like he just basically lost five years of his life. I can understand now why this Peter Parker wants to just have fun and be a kid again. Mm -hmm. So I got where he was coming from, and I feel like the the first act of the movie is basically him just trying to do that, trying to be a kid, hang out with his friends, go on vacation, and what feels slow to us. I feel like we're supposed to be more like a slice of life uh, in in the life of Peter Parker, which is fine because once the, the Spider-Man story kicks in, it's it goes all the way to the ending. And then it hits us with, with some of, I think, the best action sequences not only in the MCU but in the Spider-Man franchise overall. To me, the best action sequence before before some of the stuff in, in Far From Home was Spider-Man 2. The Doc Ock battle on the train yes. could Couldn't be touched by almost anything. I think, like, stuff like um, Amazing Spider Man, when he was, like, fighting Electro or swinging through the city, those things look great. But in terms of, like, a a solid action sequence that wowed me as a Spider Man fan, there are things that happen in this movie that feel like they're pulled either right from the comics or right from, like, the Saturday morning cartoons. Um, and they even do a thing where they explain away, or not explain away, but they they explain a lot of the things that we complain about in Homecoming, or just or the Spider Man in, in general, like his spider sense. What's the deal? Why does it feel so like? Uh, why does it feel inconsistent? Like he almost didn't have spider sense in Homecoming, and then in Infinity War, you get that one scene where his, his hair raises, his hair raises, and it's like, oh, spider sense. That was the only time you saw it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and this movie they do
0: a good but a job. Civil, but Civil War, he had it when uh, Falcon was attacking him. And he's like, yeah. uh-oh. It's off and on. Yeah. This is,
1: I, and this is not a spoiler because it was actually in TV spots and trailers uh, from Far From Home. But Aunt May throws a banana at his head and it hits him. And she's like, you can dodge bullets, but not bananas? Like, and that's, it, that's, to me, that, 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 uh, exchange sets up the arc for Spider-Sense in this movie. And it's cool to see a young Spider-Man developing his spider abilities. I'm glad that we're able to kind of be a fly on the wall and see that happen in real time in this movie. That being said, this movie ain't perfect. (laughs) There's a lot of, there's some weird character choices that some of the characters make that don't really get explained. I get Spider-Man is young, but there's a big thing he does with Mysterio's character that just made me go, What? what are you doing? Like it, for someone who acts like Iron Man was like your uncle Ben in this universe, some of the choices he makes with the things that Iron Man leaves to him makes no fucking sense. And you can't explain it away with like, oh, he's just a dumb kid. Like, no, <laughs> just character wise, it makes no sense. In the same vein, um, the, the humor in the first act is humorous, but it's not funny. Like it. Deadpool was was hilarious. The first act of Far From Home is just humorous, but never actually got a laugh out of any of it. And to me, that's weird. Like, I get the idea. They wanted to have, like, just a funny, like, slow, you know, Peter hanging out with his friends kind of vibe. I get, Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I laughed. It wasn't like... No, no, no. There were some jokes I laughed at, but I feel like the joke per minute...
0: It was more like, oh, that was cute, but I wasn't like... Yeah, it, it was, was fun. Like, yeah, it was
1: cute, but it wasn't like it, if they told you fifteen jokes. I felt like two or three made me go like actually laugh. The other ones were just kind of like, oh, it's kind of endearing. He's he's adorable, which is fine. But for something that I felt like was trying to be a comedy, I felt like it wasn't comedic enough. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Um. Uh. I felt like there was something else I wanted to talk about that was a big issue that I had with this movie. Um slow first act, comedy wasn't as funny as it should have been, stupid character decisions. Oh! A lot of this movie plays like a love story between Peter and MJ. Even the, literally the first scene you see with with Peter in this movie is him talking to Ned about how he wants to, ganky. (laughs) Yeah, ganky. (laughs) He wants to woo Mary Jane. But I'm sitting there going, you didn't have any interest in her In Homecoming. Yeah, the last movie. So, like, why did... And and as far as we know, you know, it's like... I I get there was a a time jump between Homecoming and Infinity War, but we never saw that relationship kind of develop. And for him to jump right... To go from her being the weird girl... It's been eight months. That's all you need for teenagers. (laughs) I I guess. But I'd like to... For something as important as the relationship between Mary Jane and Peter Parker... I know she's Michelle Jones, but whatever. She's Mary Jane. I wanted to see the onset of that r- relationship i wanted to see what sparked it and going into this movie uh i felt like i i thought that the during the vacation maybe one day like they go out to a dinner or something and mary jane would dress up and she had the classic like you know big red hair like we've never seen this mary jane actually dress up i was gonna say if anything i don't think they're gonna do that until
0: like it's gonna be like a Harry Potter thing, where like you didn't really get to see. Did you? Did you see the Harry Potter movies? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's not gonna. I feel like it's gonna be like not until like Spider Man Four or whatever. Kind of like where Harry, uh, where Hermione dressed up in like the gown where they had the little ball, and that's when Ron actually saw Hermione like you're you're a yeah. girl. I feel like that's gonna be the moment. And but but granted, he already likes her. Exactly. But still, like I, I feel like that face face a tiger you just hit the jackpot or whatever i feel like that's not gonna happen until
1: i feel like that was a, dr- a missed opportunity then because yeah. i feel like that's even in the comics that face a tiger hit the jackpot is like the beginning of his relationship with mary jane his his crush begins there yeah and i feel like we skipped that and i feel like it was a big missed opportunity to not have that play into this story because granted the chemistry between zendaya and tom holland is adorable I think their banter is cute. How they play off each other. Or I'm like,
0: pitch perfect. Or I'm like, who knows? They might be trying to pull a Okie Doke. She's not really. She's MJ, but she's not Mary Jane. That'd be so weird. Because
1: like, she's MJ, and then an actual Mary cause, Jane cause shows up. Then, then
0: you're like, oh, I knew an MJ once. That's weird. <laughs> it would be, but I'm just saying. And it takes know. away from
1: the the significance of her character. Because
0: because I, like. I heard that what Kevin Feige wants to do like nine movies total. So three. The the first trilogy is the high school years. Second trilogy is the college
1: years, and then the last trilogy is adult years. I say I don't. I don't like it though. If you're gonna do that, introduce Gwen Stacy, not not an MJ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or give her a different name. But you know they got. They but can't, I don't like that. They can't, I, they I can't want do her... Gwen Stacy again. They literally just did. But I want. Or you could do like in the comics where they ch- or not comics. So spectacular Spider-Man where they changed Gwen Stacy to be more like like a girl next door type, like a nerd sort of. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were kind of new, that was in Daya's character. Whatever. The point is, I want her to be Mary Jane. And I just feel like there should have been a moment in this movie where you see the light going off in Peter's head of like, oh my God, I love this girl's really cute. And like, maybe that's too shallow. They make a joke about that. Like, oh, so I have value because I'm pretty. But like, play into that. Like, I felt like that would be a good time to see that relationship kind of develop. Because, like, well, I don't know, I guess part of me,
0: I'm thinking like, well, they're still in high school. Is it is it too? Because you think about Mary Jane and Peter Parker, that is the love story. Yeah. How many people are like? Are you actually with anybody that you dated from high school? Hell
1: no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> but I was. I was gonna say. Um. I just feel like, oh, the the their chemistry is cute, but I don't really understand. And the movie never took a moment to tell me what does he actually like about her, like. And vice versa. What does ex- she like about him? Exactly. I have no idea. Again, the, the chemistry is cute, but it feels shallow. Because at the end of the day, it's not like she's any different from Homecoming. She's all she really does is like make really dark remarks every once in a while. I'm just like, are you in the spectrum? Because there's there's times where she's saying shit like, um, like will they're having a, like a cute date or something, and she say something completely dark, and she's like, oh sorry, I can't help myself, and I'm like, like Tourette's, like, <laughs> like I don't I'm confused, or is that like your personality quirk? I don't know. But I would have loved them to go into it more, especially since it was kind of like the first time we get like a romance, a romance between Peter and MJ. Um but that being said, even though I do have some issues with this movie, I feel like in terms of it uh, being a Spider-Man story, once the plot kicks in after the halfway point and we get more in-depth information about Mysterio and and who he is in this in the MCU, um and especially when you get to the ending, where you're hit with rapid-fire what-the-fuck moments. How many times do I have to say on this podcast? You can start weak, but if you end strong, that's what you remember. That's the feeling you have when you leave the theater. And this movie did something where we've been complaining about post-credit scenes not being impactful at all. Like, oh, it's like it's a waste of time. Ant-Man's fucking ant on, ant on a drum. Like, even... um, Yeah, actually, because Infinity War is actually pretty good. But... Or Captain Marvel's post credit scene. What was that? Um, was it just the scene of, of Endgame? It was when the the when the when cat vomited the, the... Oh, yeah. Fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had some kind of like dud post credit scenes for a while. But I think both... There's two. Both of the Spider-Man and Far From Home post credit scenes are like jaw-dropping. It's like, what, what, what? And one of them completely changes the landscape of Peter Parker's life. And the MCU in general. I'm like, how? where is this freaking universe going to go now? It literally left me like, with a million questions about not only the sequel to this movie, but how it's going to have a ripple effect in the MCU overall going forward. So that's a fucking feat. I wish I could give this perfect vision. I really want to. But there's just some things that kept it from being on that level for me. We'll get more into them in spoilers. I can't really talk about them without spoilers. Um, But I'll give this a high, high, high more than passable. It's so close to the perfect vision. There's just a few things that are fucking spoilers that just ruin it. That's that's what I think. What about you? Okay. So for
0: Spider-Man Far From Home, now I'm spoiled when it comes to Spider-Man stories. Mm -hmm. Ever since... The Spider Man PS4 game, which you haven't played. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of my Spider Man stories have to be just as good or better mm. than that PS4 Spider Man game. If it's not, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, going into this movie, I'm like, okay, is it going to be PS4 level? Especially considering you saw in the trailers that he ends up with a suit kind of similar. To the PS4 suit, oh, the black. instead of the, the uh, white, yeah. instead of the white Spider-Man logo on the front of the chest, it's like a little tiny baby one because I mm. guess he's baby Spider-Man <laughs> on the on the back. Yeah, and so I'm like, okay, so they're stealing from PS4 Spider-Man. So what is the story going to be? Is it I also be good? didn't
1: um, think about the 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 stealth costume is like the noir costume. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's crazy. I was like, oh yeah, cool nod.
0: And funny enough, like the because you saw pretty much all the costumes in the trailer, like. At first the 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 Iron Spider suit was my favorite the but, MCU version or Yeah, the MCU version. Oh, okay. But now it's like that's not even it's my least favorite now. Like my favorite, <laughs> my favorite now is the 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 Spider-Man the Far, far From Home. Yeah, yeah, I like I mean, the, black. the Far From Home, the PS4 one. Oh, the PS4 one. Well, the PS4 looking one from the from this movie. Oh, okay, okay. PS4 inspired one. Got gotcha. you. Um but yeah, so I went to this movie, like, wondering what were they going to do? Like, how were they going to make me feel as not emotional? Well, there was some emotional parts in those PS4. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. The spoilers? <laughs> You're never going to play it. So I'm going to play it someday. N- never. Someday. But anyway, so, yeah. I, w- I w- Also, uh, I wanted to see because uh, I think a- I remember reading Amy Pascal said a couple years ago that this movie was going to take place Minutes after Avengers Endgame. So I'm mm-hmm. like, what's like, how is this gonna happen? Like, how is this gonna happen? Like, what is the story gonna be? Yeah. Being that it's minutes after. And then it turned out it wasn't minutes after. It was eight months after, which I'm glad they ac- ended up doing. Wait, they said it was eight months they after? They said it was eight months. They said, yeah, in the beginning. There was an eight month later kind of thing? No. They were talking about it was eight months since such and oh, such a such. Oh, okay. Such. Okay. I didn't catch that. Okay. Yeah. So um go <laughs> on to what it you doesn't it say, feel like eight months no it doesn't feel like eight months i would have guessed like a couple of weeks well i would have said or like a month Nah, i would have said more it's almost maybe a year. more i would have said more time because this is just what i was about to say like the explanation about how this world is managing post thanos
1: decimation good point yeah if it was if it was only a couple of weeks it wouldn't make any sense what the fuck? All right, Mr. Miyagi. He just like snapped, the, like cut on I, a fly. I missed, I didn't even
0: get it. Oh wow. So yeah, completely missed the Miyagi. He didn't, <laughs> remember, he couldn't he couldn't get it? Yeah. But anyway, sorry if I busted anybody's ears open, but it was a mosquito, some mosquito flying around. <laughs> but anyway, so I was I was I was a little disappointed in the explanation that they gave because yeah, you make a good point, and I didn't think about it that way. It's like, yeah, you're telling it from a kid's perspective. But at the same time, I was like this is kind of like they're playing this as a joke, and I feel like the world would be way more chaotic. Yeah, even more so than people being snapped away. Now they're all
1: coming back. It's like that creates way more problems. They touch on it. It's it's low key, like the thing that Aunt May's doing. You know what I mean? Like the the homeless shelter for people that are displaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like even the fact that they
0: they make a point to say like people literally pop and this isn't a, it's not really a spoiler because you even said it but people literally uh, appeared in the exact same spot that they disappeared mm-hmm. five years ago yeah and, and they played it like a ha, ha 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 it's funny
1: but it's i'm like no what if you were like in the middle of traffic <laughs> wow well remember the bullshit thing kevin feige said about like well hulk used his power or i think the writers are but apparently not
0: because this movie said something else <laughs>
1: Well, no, uh, the Russo said that Hulk, uses when he did a snap, anybody that was in danger, like anybody that was snapped away in a place that they would come back in a place of immediate danger, they got moved somewhere else. This is a bullshit hand waving, like, oh yeah. no, no. Don't worry about all the people in planes and all the people like on boats and even people appearing. Because I'm like what if, you, what if there's <laughs> a wall. I'm
0: like, what if you were in surgery in the middle of like your ch- fucking chest cabinets oh, opening? <laughs> I didn't
1: even think about that. Like, yeah.
0: do you return back to the table? Like It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> a good point, yeah. I didn't even think about that.
0: So I'm like, so there's a lot of dark implications yeah. of you know, people coming back and like the fact that they played it as a joke. I was like, I almost felt the way I felt in Thor Ragnarok, where it was just like, like you lost your whole fucking planet, and just the fact that you kind of playing it off like your best friends, like nothing, none of this, none of this.
1: But see, I forgive this more than Thor Ragnarok. Oh
0: yeah, I, I do forgive him, give it more than Thor Ragnarok. Also because you brought you brought up that point. It is from a kid's perspective. Yeah.
1: And also, the timing after Endgame, they probably want people to end more on, like, a, oh, yeah, the MCU's fun note than a, man, shit is dark. (laughs) But if they don't address it in a darker way later, I agree with you. Yeah. But uh, overall, like, going,
0: going to what you said, I do feel like the first half of the movie was pretty slow. And... Not to the point that I was bored, but I was just like, where's the story going? Like, this doesn't Mm. feel like Spider-Man to me. And on top of that, when you think of Spider-Man stories, even in the comics, for the most part, Spider-Man is never outside of New York. Yeah. Yeah. New York and Spider Man are pretty iconic. Like, you think about the Avengers, like, they'll travel around the world. Or Doctor Strange is always going through dimensions, and the X Men are traveling space and here and there. But Spider Man, for the most part, is always centered in New York. Yeah. Especially considering his power set. Like, where the fuck is he gonna, he's, he's, where is he gonna swing if he's in Florida? <laughs> That's
1: true. It's like all fucking highway. Yeah.
0: So, I was wondering, like, what are they gonna do with this story? being that he is outside of his element, outside of his comfort zone, outside of the place that we know Spider-Man to be in throughout the majority of his run. Mm-hmm. um, And so the things that they were doing, like some of the pacing issues, like there was some jokes that it was like, like you mentioned, I, cause I, I laughed, but at the same time, it, it was a good way that you put it. Cause I thought, cause the way I said it before, I was like, or I thought about it, I was like, okay, this is the funniest of all the like, the Spider-Man movies, but the way you put it, it's more—it's not that it was funny. It was just cute, it yeah. Was, cause like humorous, endearing, yeah. But cause like even the joke where this isn't a spoiler because it doesn't really affect the plot. But, like, there's a moment where one of the teachers, they're trying to take a picture and they drop their camera in the, in the water. And that's supposed to be, like, a funny... Uh, yeah. But I was like, I hate okay. it. okay, I was like, that was cute. But what, what was the point? Like, you're wasting screen time. Like, All the J.B. Smoove
1: and the other guy. Yeah,
0: I didn't like J.B. Smoove. Me either. <laughs> I'm like, why
1: are you in this movie?
0: Like, it's so weird. He, he knows somebody that knows somebody <laughs> He's got to. That's, that's the only reason I can think of them putting him in this movie. Yeah. Uh, so, so moments like that, I was like, okay, that was cute, but at the same time, it's like, what was the point of that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I felt that way about some a lot of the cat, like even like Flash, some of some of his some of his jokes and mm. the fact that they change him so much from the original Flash. And I mean, I guess at the end of the day, if you're trying to make a Spider Man in today's society, you can't really.
1: People aren't really bullied anymore for being a nerd. Yeah. The, the, the days of the jockey bully are kind of over. Yeah. But I like the twist on it. I like that he's a rich kid. And I, that's what makes him a douchebag. I like that. Yeah. I, I like the changes to The Flash. And I even like the the stuff with like the like the relationship between Ned and that uh, the girl. Oh, no. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, him, <laughs> that, and, him and Betty. That's probably the funniest parts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, like Peter's reactions. Because I was like, oh, so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them so much. so happy. <laughs>
0: And uh, going, going into what you said, like, I agree, I agree. Like, while I was watching the movie, I was like, okay, I like Zend- Zendaya. Sorry.
1: I keep saying <laughs> sorry, Zendaya. Sorry, Riri. God damn it. It's Zendaya, yeah. Ooh, I've got a skill called Send Me a Sample. That's what that. the fuck? Siri's like, <laughs> would did you say about Zendaya? What? That's, that's Siri? No,
0: that's Alexa. She's not even supposed to turn on unless you say Alexa. So I didn't say Alexa. Like, what the hell? Hu- Pause. <laughs> Alexa, turn on guys Ultron <laughs> Edith is that you
1: <laughs> but well, I don't even remember what I was saying <laughs> uh, we're talking about Ned and the girl humorous not hilarious oh yeah
0: no I was saying uh, I like I like Zendaya and I, and you and I were big defenders of like the whole MJ thing yeah. but at the same time it's like while watching this movie I was like she's not MJ to me and I get she's not Mary Jane she's Michelle Jones but at the same time you're giving me MJ I don't see and it's not even just the red hair it's just like the way the character acts it's the quirks the dark humor Mm. it was like like I appreciated the love interest that they had and I found it interesting but at the same time I was like I didn't really like latch on to it as much as I feel like I should have it was just more like all right that was cute but I agree I agree I wasn't like, I wasn't like fully rooting for them.
1: but really? I was. I just didn't feel like, I, but I agree with what you were saying about her not feeling like the Mary Jane from the comics that we know. That's so why I thought that in this movie they would do a thing where she comes into herself. Like, she was she was that weird girl that made those weird comics at Homecoming because she hadn't become fully confident or like, you know, grown into herself yet. But in this movie, I felt like that's why I wanted a moment where she, she comes out with a full Mary Jane, like, you know. Oh, I, I, I'm confident in myself now. I look good. I'm okay with that. And she can still be playful and bantery, you know, and a little bit cocky or whatever, if you wanted to be more like Mary Jane in the comics. But I just want to see that evolution of the character into Mary Jane. It never really happened in this movie. No. But overall, going back to what you said, because this is the exact
0: thing I was thinking, where it's like the things that you remember with any situation, even when you meet somebody, is the first impression and the last impression. Mm. And first impression the way this movie opened i, I like i died Yo,
1: <laughs> the intro because at first you're sitting there going what this can, yeah. this looks so bad wait a second oh <laughs> i like, think can't be this corny Like, like oh, yeah, I, get it. the, I was like
0: wait what <laughs>
1: why is this am
0: i in the wrong
2: what movie a- am i in? A- no
0: shut up <laughs> But yeah, so that was a strong first impression. And then like the second half of the movie, like the action in this movie I thought was great. Like, I feel like this is the most comic bookie of all the Spider-Man movies. Agreed. And to the point that it actually made me go back because it reminded me of the Spider-Man cartoon. The nineties, mm. where he fought Mysterio. And Myster- Why would he fight Mysterio? I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm like, because I, I had to pause. I was like, it's whatever. It's comic books. Yeah. Mysterio's a villain. Okay. Yeah. Like if you you're, could, you can Google. You're, if you're spoiled by that, then who cares? <laughs> and
1: you know, I, I'm cool with spoiling that because, first of all, it's so easy to be like, who's Mysterio? You Google it. The first thing comes up, Spider-Man villain. Yeah. But beyond that, there are like way bigger twists in the movie than that. Like, like three way bigger twists. Yeah, there are. Yeah.
0: So it made me go back and watch that episode where they fought. And I was like, see, this look, granted, it's 90s animation, so it looks a little old, but it basically looks like the same type of, you know, beat for beat in terms of what's going on with the with the action sequences. And I thought it was great. And it kind of reminded me almost like a House of Horrors horror movie type. Yeah. While watching it. And I was like, this is fucking beautiful. Yeah. And so that left a very strong impression. And then like you get to the, like, the post-credit scene. It's like, for me, the post-credit scene boosted my rating. Or the mid-credit scene boosted my rating yeah. for this movie. It's like a smack to the
1: face. And at, it's like two in a row. It's like left. Like a jab and then a
0: cross. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> because for the most part, I was sitting in the movie. I was like, okay, I like it, but I'm not really, I don't know. It's just something missing for me. In this movie, but then that you got to that mid credit scene, and I was just like, so spoiler for my rate I perfect vision,
1: oh, so you are perfect yeah. vision. yeah okay.
0: like before I was like, okay,, uh, since how i felt' I, I'm, too. i'm more like a I'm more like a more than passable, but I want to like it more like i don't know what's missing, like mm. it like it looks great, I enjoy the Peter Parker aspect, like i don't know, but then that you got to that final mid credit scene, it was like, oh, that like especially when you saw." Like, what ended up happening. Yeah. And then a certain thing that happened, yeah. a reveal. I was just like, oh! I was like, I'm excited for what what it does for Spider-Man 4 going forward. Yeah. But then, on top of that, on the flip side, the second post-credit scene, although I feel like both of them are very important, and I feel like, I mean, granted, they, may, they could ignore it, the second one, which I hope they don't. But the second post-credit scene could definitely have – way bigger implications in the greater MCU but I was still I was disappointed in the second post credit scene really yes
1: I would like to know why
0: because why can
1: you get tell me now I'm not gonna tell you why (laughs) I'm
0: I'm not gonna tell you exactly why because but I can I can speak about it vaguely okay but because I thought they were going in one direction
1: But then they. Oh, I. Yeah. I had the same thought then. And then it was just like. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Then it was just like,
0: never mind. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. I was like, oh,
1: come on. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you then. Because I I thought the same thing. So, but yeah. Perfect vision. See, it's interesting. When I walked out of this, I feel like my first impression is perfect vision for the same reasons. Like, it's at the end. It's like, bam, bam, bam. Like, yo, what the fuck? So it made like a really good movie feel great but then when I went back and started thinking about some of the stuff that happened in the movie before the end I was just like uh, some of this, I'm I'm just bumping against it in a way yeah that
0: like and I and I completely agree with that but I feel like the again what I mentioned before the things that you remember the most the first impressions and, and the, the last yeah, impressions man. and like we always say like a perfect vision doesn't mean the movie's perfect it's yeah, just yeah, I agree. more yeah. or less how you felt like how it made you feel yeah and how it impacted you on a visceral level, and that 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 mid-credit scene that that like slapped me in the f- dick.
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> how right. much it impacted me. So uh, yeah, right. it boosted my rating for what, the movie. Let's start there. Then. Let's talk about spoilers and really on one. Sports, Far From Home, and you if you haven't seen it yet, definitely skip because uh, you don't want to hear the, the revelations at the end yet. Uh, check the iTunes description for timestamps. Spoilers. Okay. So let's let's start with the last post nah we got the <laughs> fact that they got J.K. Simmons back <laughs> well I was trying to stay on topic you were just talking nah, about it I need to okay. talk about that okay but yeah you get that that swings and I, I like this moment because the you it, it kind of some of the complaints I had like the pacing and even what you kind of said about uh it not feeling quite like a Spider-Man movie because there was never a point where he was in New York I forgave by the end point a uh, case in point uh, at the very end where he's swinging through New York with Mary Jane. I like that because it, we hadn't seen that the entire movie. This is the first time we actually saw him swinging through New York. And even in Homecoming, he had, had never done that. So I, it felt like a earned now you're Spider man moment when he's swinging with Mary Jane through New York City. And then the stinger on that scene is at the end a big jumbotron pops up like Spider-Man PS4 I at least know that (laughs) and J.K. Simmons pops up and funny enough that scene that they filmed literally right in
0: front of uh, Penn Station I had just left work cause I as everybody knows as I said plenty of times I work overnights from 11pm to 7.30am and literally an hour after I got on the train to go home that's when they showed up to film that scene
1: I was like, mother f- wow. fracker. <laughs> but I mean, just the revelation of like, oh my God, J.K. Simmons, J. Joe and Jameson the MCU. First of all. Something I never thought they would do. I never thought. But that, that shows you how the MCU loves to give fan service to the fans. That's, a, that's a, what fans wanted. They, they didn't care. They didn't I mean, really, it's Disney. They brought, they brought James R. Jones back as Mufasa. So that's a big middle finger to Justice League, like you can't have him. <laughs> We're taking that right yeah. back. And then he does the thing that J. G. Jonah does. It's like, oh, Spider Man's a menace. He's terrorizing Europe. And then I mean, they-
0: part of me, though, I was like, I'm a little disappointed. But that's say, to I get it. They didn't put the wig on him. <laughs> was he wearing a wig in the
1: original Spider Man? Yeah, he had that little the, the flat top. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'm also disappointed because I was like, ah, eh, the bald is kind of man, but that also kind of differentiates different yeah, that's what I was him. thinking. I was
0: like, "Well, you can't do the same thing." Yeah,
1: that then it just implies that, you know it's a multiverse, which I like. But then turns out the last thing Mysterio did was after Spider-Man defeated him, and we'll get to that with the drones and all that. Um, his his uh his team or one person in his team downloads the audio f- and the footage of his last encounter with Spider-Man and manipulates it to make it seem like it was Spider-Man. That use the drones against uh, uh-huh. Europe. And then it also go it now creates a world where they go to
0: classic Spider Man comics where New York hates Spider Man. Because yeah. up this He's point, a menace.
1: Yeah, but to this point there's only been reasons to like Spider Man in New York. Yeah. So it's cool again to see the progression. I remember when you think about Homecoming, where it's like, Hey,
0: you're the Spider Man, do, <laughs>
1: do a, a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like but I like that. Again, you kind of see the progression of these classic Spider Man tropes kind of happen in real time through these movies. Um, and then the fucking, the, 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 if that was the jab, the fucking right cross right after that is Mysterio's like, Spider-Man is Peter, and, and it cuts off for a second. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And it comes back, Parker. Peter Parker. I'm like and fuck a picture. <laughs> yeah, it the a picture. And then it ends the same way that Homecoming did when Aunt May saw Peter uh, as Spider-Man. Going, what the fuck? But it's Peter going, what the fuck? And it cuts off. Uh-huh. And it was like...
0: What is going to happen now? Yeah, exactly.
1: Like for a movie that you're like just having a good time throughout, for it to end on like a big like what the fuck like that where I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I'm scared for Peter. Because mm. <laughs> in the comics, if you're a comic fan, you know, it's never a good thing when Peter's identity is revealed. Uh-huh. He had to sell his soul to Satan in the comics. Yeah, yeah to get his identity uh, a secret again. Yeah. The first thing that happens uh, in the comics is Aunt May gets killed. I forget who kills her. Was It, it was a Punisher. Who was it? somebody snipes her somebody yeah somebody snipes her yeah I don't remember who and then he he sells the soul of Satan and trades his marriage to Mary Jane to get his, his secret identity back and then we don't talk about it ever again in the comics yeah, no never again <laughs> hey Peter remember that time you sold your soul of Satan huh I don't know what you're talking about <laughs>
0: yeah where's what's the ramifications or the consequences of that
1: besides your marriage like it has gotta be more <laughs> like do you think they're actually gonna go dark and actually, do a thing like in the comics where somebody that is close to him is like in the crossfires and possibly dies. Because we love, I mean, La maybe, May.
0: but not, not, maybe not this early. I mean, I don't know, maybe. Because I feel like, again, going back to Harry Potter, like you should go, this is the Harry Potter episode now. Of <laughs> but like, where as Harry got older, every movie got darker and darker. I feel like they should do that with this, especially if. The rumor is true that they eventually want to do Craven's Last Hunt, which is like one of the darkest stories. That might be
1: next movie.
0: I hope not. I've heard I've all heard people talk or rumors that Craven might be the next villain. Yeah. It, I, that's that was, I was gonna talk about it in news, but I hope not. I, I I have an idea who I want the next villain to be. I'll talk about that later. Oh, in news? Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I don't necessarily want Craven as a villain. I feel like, yeah, I
0: feel like Craven should come when
1: he's older. That's not even my reasoning. My reason is I just I don't think Craven's like Cool villain. I mean, you can. I mean, but you could say yeah. I Mysterio's know Mysterio's not that cool of a villain, but conceptually, Mysterio's badass. Just yeah, for all the reasons. Conceptually,
0: that you see. but you think about like a guy with a fucking fishbowl on his head. It's like this is
1: stupid. Well, <laughs> how he looks, yeah, but I mean his power set. That's my problem with Craven is his power set. Where it's just like sometimes he's a guy who's kind of strong. Other times he's got like animal DNA and gene splicing that makes him like Spider-Man level. And if they go that route and he's got like the strength of a lion or some bullshit like that, then all right. But I think conceptually it works because, and now if the whole city hates him, and you know, I guess the world hates him, that would make sense to find somebody to hunt him, to bring him in. Oh, see, I have the same idea and concept, but a different someone villain. else. Yeah. Okay, I'm curious. I know who that villain would be. And mine's better. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, but then also, I, I it raises all these questions about what's going to happen with Peter Parker in the future of this universe. It also raises questions of like, are we moving towards something? Even though Civil War wasn't about the Registration Act in the movies, are we moving towards something like that I mean, aren't the Sokovia Accords still a thing? They are still a thing. I was going to say, I don't think they ever got abolished. No, but they're not necessarily a Super Registration Act. It's not the same kind of thing. That was just that the Avengers had to, you know, bend to the will of the governments. Yeah. So, who knows? But... The only thing I don't like about that reveal so quickly is and it goes right back to Mary Jane about how I don't feel like they're doing enough to build their relationship. Because she just found she out? She just found out. And like, I wanted more time with her trying to keep at least one more movie of her keeping Peter's secret for him. Because there were moments between her and Ned that I thought was really cute. It was like, oh, so you know the secret too now, eh? Yeah, I knew first, but it's no big deal. Like You know what I mean? Like, I wanted more of that to mm-hmm. have him like have a team Flash, but team Spider-Man. Yeah. But now that's out the window. Now everybody knows.
0: But I guess it also just goes with the MCU trope. Where it's like nobody has a secret identity in this universe. Yeah, very true. And I mean, I guess it makes sense where you got... Everybody has a
1: smartphone and... It's really impossible to have a secret identity in this world. Like, just the fact that they have... the the The, the plot device of having a million drones like that in the movie, I'm like... So you're telling me no villain with any type of money wouldn't do the same thing to track down Spider-Man and see when he takes off his mask? You know what I mean? It's not like and I mean in the comics they have a a
0: a way out of like like that's what his spider sense is for like so if anybody's spying on him when he takes his spider sense to go off yeah and so he won't take his mask off so I guess if you go that route you could say well that's how he can keep his identity because he had nobody else has spider sense true but in
1: these movies. Peter Parker is reckless as fuck with secret identity. Even in this oh, no, movie, yeah, where he's, he's running he's, around. He's Barry, he was, he's Barry Allen. Like, yeah. basically. He's like doing Spider-Man shit in broad daylight. Like, bro, anyone that sees you will be like he Isn't had, that Peter? He has like a masquerade mask on, but it's like. That doesn't hide like anything. You're
0: wearing the same clothes. With the
1: backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all these identifying features. I'm like, bro, there's no way. Um. Do you think they're just gonna skip around, but. By the end of the movie, Mysterio, quote unquote, dies. That's the thing.
0: I uh, I was like, damn, I didn't even talk about Mysterio in my in my review. Like, I really liked Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Like, I don't think he was better than the Vulture, but he's up there. And yeah. He's up there as one of the best villains in the MCU. And it's like, yes. I hope they didn't kill him. Like, I was so mad. I'm it's like, really. It's a, it's a it's it's a Mysterio thing to be for it to be a fake out. Like most people, are like, oh no, nah, he's not dead. But at the same time. It's an MCU trope to kill to kill their villains, especially the good villains, like Claw, yeah. Killmonger, Yellow
1: Jacket. And they went a long way to be like, no, he's dead. Like there's no drones in the area anymore. He did the pulse thing, so it's not like it's a robot or anything. I'm like and, and then I thought maybe when you see the scene of the, his his helper like downloading something, I was like, Oh, maybe it's like he's downloading something and Mysterio is still alive, but then you find out that it's just because he manipulated the footage. Yeah, So I'm like, oh, fuck. So maybe he really is dead. I, I hope not. Yeah. And then you kill, like, Sinister Six prospects. Exactly. I'm like, we were building a Sinister Six. Why would you eliminate one of the key members of that? Yeah. It seems like a waste. I mean, they could... And then, like... But they could technically bring him Jake back. Jake Gyllenhaal is a great act. Like, why would you waste... But they can technically bring him back, because in this universe... Where I, I like this change, too, where it's not one person's Mysterio. Mysterio. Jake Gyllenhaal is, like, the, the, the face of Mysterio. And he's like the the person that organizes it, but he's the leader. But the he's a whole team around him. So like it, they could technically bring him back, but not be Jake Gyllenhaal is alive. I, I still, I, I don't like that either. I don't like that. Either. It would just be like literally the suit and the illusions, but it wouldn't be. Yeah, but the Jake illusions Gyllenhaal. was his technology. Yeah, but his whole team has access to, access to the technology. Yeah, but I don't like it. It was <laughs> literally his. That was another thing I want to talk about. I couldn't say this in the non-sploited part of the review. Um, wh- part of me likes this, and part of me, for everybody that says I already that, know. I think I already know what you're going to say. Really? The, the Iron Man connection? Well, oh, no. So I didn't know what you were going to say. Oh, never mind. What you thought I was going
0: to say? I thought you were going to say, like, the fact that him saying that he was from an alternate dimension or whatever- Oh, It was cool in that moment, but then it's like, okay, when it turned out that that wasn't the case, I'm like, somebody like Nick Fury, I feel like that should have been very easy to figure out, because especially if he's
1: like one of... But then you you, the revelation later of it's not really Nick Fury. Yeah, it's not really Nick Fury, but at the same...
0: Yeah, so I was like, okay, I ended up forgiving it, but at the same time, I'm like, especially considering like Jake Gyllenhaal kind of... Like, he's scared of Nick Fury. He mentioned like, this is the most dangerous and most paranoid man on the planet. He cannot find out I'm lying or I'm dead.
1: Yeah,
0: And so... A, I like that they gave so much respect to Nick Fury because I feel like they've been playing him as a joke, yeah. especially in Captain Marvel. But at the same time, I was like, Yeah, yeah? <laughs> Nick Fury? <laughs> but I'm like, if he was literally the person that created the technology that Tony Stark used, a person that was the... Disc- like, just a quick Google search. It, it, he
1: mm. That's a big plot hole <laughs> because he gives his name, which is Quentin yeah, Beck. Yeah, Quentin Beck. So it's like, oh, you're Quentin Beck? I wonder if there's a Quentin Beck at our word Google. Oh, there was. And he made the barf technology that Tony Stark uses. And now all of a sudden he's missing. Yeah. Mm. And now <laughs> you're here. But yeah, it's a big plot hole the whole thing with Quentin Beck oh. and the multiverse not being a thing. And just because it'd be so easy just to check behind that and be like, oh wait, he's using, like I you, made technology that Tony Stark like made or whatever. Like it's just too easy to, like to follow up on that. Especially when you have, like I get it. Like it's not Nick Fury. So that's why it was easy for him to like to kind of, you know, fake him out. But at the same time, you would think that he would just double check with the real Nick Fury when the, the stakes that this Quentin Beck is talking about is world ending. He's like, yeah, yeah, this thing will destroy the entire world if we don't stop it. Nick Fury's not gonna be like, let me double check into this real
0: quick. <laughs> That's why I'm like, maybe Nick Fury's not because it looked like he was on a spaceship. Yeah, he was in he was in space. So maybe they couldn't I don't know. But he could reach him. He called him. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So
1: I'm just like Feel like well, he you said, "Don't call me unless it's I don't know emergency." <laughs> All these emergencies, it's like Captain Marvel. But I do like when you go back and rewatch the movie. There are like hints that he's not Nick Fury. Yeah, like Just, uh, his attitude, how he's like super aggressively. It's, it's like a, he's a parody of himself. Or why he is
0: pushing so hard to go after peter as opposed to like maybe try to go get somebody else like why captain marvel yeah why is he going after this kid oh yeah even captain Marvel don't mention her name yeah i was like why would they say that
1: are they fighting yeah i don't get it (laughs) i don't remember her being like an issue with him
0: but even uh now that i know it's a scar i thought he liked captain captain marvel saved his wife so why does he have animos Taylor's have animosity towards Carol?
1: True. We also don't know what was happening in those last like forty years or we're like, how did they get back to Earth? Like, why was that a thing? Did Captain Marvel bring them back when she came for Endgame? Between Endgame and Infinity War? Were they back before that? We don't know. We don't know any of those questions. Yeah. I but the know. scroll thing was really when to set up sword. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was like, is it gonna be are they gonna set up sword? Or but like like me like you, would I want it? When they first revealed... Because at first, it's it's uh, Maria that transforms into a scroll, And Nick Fury's not looking at her. Yeah. So I thought I was going to be thinking like, oh shit, secret invasion! That's what I thought. And then yeah. Nick Fury changed, and I was like, what's going on? What's yeah. <laughs> and then you realize that it's Talos, and he's still goofy. He's not like... Remember how I had the theory that maybe his daughter... Like, or he dies and his daughter becomes evil or something, and mm-hmm. that's when we start Secret Invasion. No, <laughs> yeah. he's still funny, he's still seemingly cool with Nick Fury. So, I'm like, I don't see how Secret Invasion is going to be a thing in the future, still. That's why I'm like, maybe it's just not, maybe it's just not, it's
0: just not. which would be just, like a waste, yeah, it will be a complete waste. But I guess if you think about it from a movie standpoint, it'd be like, if you have these characters that could be anybody, but yet you have somebody like Tony Stark saying, I'm not coming back. Or Chris Evans saying, I'm not coming back. Well, then you have a, you have a little problem with your secret invasion storyline. Where it's like, well, how do you do Captain America
1: without? Hmm. Yeah, I feel you. But what was I going to say? Um, no, my issue was. Yeah, mine too. The Iron Man stuff. <laughs> yeah, the Iron Man stuff. Because it's a thing where it, it kind of gives credence to everyone that complains about this Peter Parker still not being a character in his own right. Like, people just call him, like, Junior Iron Man, not, like, actual Spider-Man. Because it's still, like, everything that happens in this movie is basically Iron Man 4. Like, from mysterious motivations that he hates Tony Stark. Yeah, despite Tony, Tony Stark is not a presence in this movie like he was in Homecoming, but
0: he's still a presence in this movie. He
1: basically has the same level of presence. Yeah, even <laughs> to the point
0: that the, the robot, the
1: MacGuffin, Edith is, is his technology for, even dead I'm the hero which really should be even dead I'm still the villain <laughs> because even in death his technology and the things Tony Stark did in life is still creating villains and still fucking up the world like I'm like bro first of all why would you even give a kid why would you
0: give that to a 16 year old
1: <laughs> here here's the anyone else this makes sense that technology where it can identify basically anyone by looking at them it can like it can go into your emails it can, it can do anything it it's like the ultimate big brother thing that the, was the whole plot. The Dark Knight? No, not Dark Knight. Oh. It was the whole plot. Even worse. It was the whole plot of Winter Soldier. Captain America stopped HYDRA
0: from doing Wait, that. No, no, no. Wasn't uh, the Winter Soldier thing to kill
1: people that... Of interest. Yeah. Remember the, the Zola algorithm or whatever was... It, it? It it It's like an AI that infiltrates all privacy. A big part of Winter Soldier was the right to... Privacy versus the right of the government to be able to manipulate or do anything, you know, to its people. And that technology that Tony has is exactly that technology, it's just with no Zola or whatever his name is. What's his name? The Z- big brain guy. Zoloff. Zoloff. That's like a drug. No, yeah, Zoloff. Yeah, that is a drug. <laughs> I think Zola. I don't know. Whatever. But it's the same technology. I'm, I'm like, so Hydra. Like Captain America stopped Hydra from having technology, but then Tony Stark just made it anyway. <laughs> to the point where he has like a billion drones that look like that um, trailer that you sent me. Uh, what was it with um, Gerard Butler and Morgan Freeman? Remember all the crazy oh, drones. Uh- uh, Olympus is whatever Olymp- Rising Olympus, Olympus Rising is whatever I don't, whatever that movie is yeah but the, how in that trailer those drones were like fucking like like birds they were like, same yeah. way like he basically gives Peter Parker access to a billion drones that could effectively take over a city if they wanted to I'm like Tony what the fuck and <laughs> kill somebody like yes which he almost he almost did by accident accidentally killed somebody Funny scene. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was a really cute scene. Uh-huh. But it just exemplified, like, why would you ever give a kid this technology? For, for any reason. And that gets into my... Not only that the Iron Man thing, where it's like... It's, it's not even a Peter Parker... Same thing with Vulture. Vulture and Mysterio aren't really Peter Parker, Spider-Man villains in this. It's really, they start off as Iron Man villains that just happen to meet Spider-Man, and then they fight. But beyond but that...
0: I, I mean, I guess that... I don't necessarily have a problem with only because if you think about like
1: now instead of all the villains coming from Oscorp now they're coming from now they're Tony Stark coming from Tony Stark. But at least Oscorp was Peter's thing. But but I personally don't have a huge issue with that. I actually think it's kinda cool. Kind of like how they tie the universe together in so far as even where Mysterio's team is like, he's the, guy, yeah, the guy from the first Iron the Man The guy movie. from the Obadiah I st- was like, that was cool. Yeah, like Tony Stark built this in a cave. That guy's on Mysterio's team. Like, And then they do the thing where they show in the Civil War scene with um, with Barf. In the background, Jake Gyllenhaal is there. Stuff like that I like. But like I was saying though, it to people that complain already about him being Iron Man Jr., it doesn't help at all. <laughs> Even to the point that at the end of the movie, you see him making a new suit kind of like Iron Man. But see, I like that. I thought it was really cute. How I, I didn't like that. Really? No. But when Happy like kind of looked at him and he, you could tell he was thinking about Tony. Yeah, I know. But still, I don't like that because
0: Aww. I like that. Back in black. Because because I I don't like the idea of them pushing the fact that Peter Parker is nothing but ba- baby 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 Iron Man because it's like he's a genius in his own right. He doesn't need. Like a suit with a, its own functioning AI system. Like, mm. what made Peter so interesting is that no, he's not as smart as Reed Richards. No, he's not as smart as like T'Challa, Doctor Doom, Tony Stark. But at the same time, he's still one of the smartest people in the Marvel Universe. And also, on top of that, like, what makes his intelligence better than all the others is he's good at improvisation mm-hmm. and he's very resourceful. Yeah. And that's also what made Buffy one of the best slayers. Oh my God. (laughs) She was resourceful and she was good at improv when Spike was studying her. And we don't, it's not to like the very end of the movie where you see him building the suit and all. It's like, where where did this come from? (laughs) <laughs> like in, even in the, the, the other movies the they didn't MCU really show sh- they the MC- didn't really show him be a genius yeah, for the I guess, most part except yeah. for that one part where it was like oh a multiverse what about the quantum and the like staring at him yeah. I was like what did the, where, where where was this peter in the other the first movie or even civil war or any any of the movies I
1: kind of like it though cuz I feel like as a 6 year old kid he wouldn't have access to the, the the level of technology that tony Stark has anyway No it's but not the, the same. fact that he can I feel like the MCU shorthand is for This person's a genius is how well they can manipulate holograms, (laughs) like Shuri, Tony Stark, not Peter.
0: No, I'm not saying he would have access to it. That's also what made Peter Parker different than all the other characters. Like he wasn't rich, so he had to make like web shooters out of scraps. Yeah, but show that he's a genius. Like even in Homecoming, you didn't get that because it was all like what was the what was the uh, AI's name in Homecoming? It wasn't Friday. That's his. That's his. Uh, Karen. Karen, it's like Karen what do I do how do I get out of here what do you think yeah. I should do with this and it's like no figure it out that's yeah. what makes
1: you Spider-Man I hear what you're saying I get that but I did like those scenes because I, I liked the legacy it felt like Tony was leaving behind for him I don't think that makes him Iron Man Jr I more felt like this is like a cool homage to that character. And now, and now this is the point in which Spider-Man will stop being like Iron Man and kind of just do his own thing.
0: Yeah, so I'm hoping the new suit
1: that he made doesn't have an AI. It didn't seem like it did, even in the fight. He didn't talk to anybody during the fight, right? No, he didn't have AI. It's just Edith. But that wasn't part of the suit. No, that wasn't part of the suit. But let's talk about Edith real quick. Because that's one of my... This is one of the things that made me go, it's not perfect vision. Because like, I don't... It didn't make sense. Why the fuck... He met Mysterio once, and yeah, he gives him this bullshit about like, oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm here to save your world, and I'm a good guy, but it's like, bro, you don't know him from Jump, and you're going to give him the... In this universe, Tony Stark is Uncle Ben, okay? They don't even mention Uncle Ben I was at just, all, saying, yeah, which is another mention, issue I had. They
0: don't mention Uncle Ben at all. I wanted at least one line where he's
1: like, I lost Tony. She's
0: like, I lost have, Uncle Ben. There's a passing reference where his initials are on in the suitcase, but... That's nothing. That's nothing. Like even what happens with May and Happy, where they kind of oh. yeah, where even though I thought it was funny, it he was thought, funny. He yeah. thought it was more than what it was, and she was like, no, it's just summer passing. fling. Yeah, it's the summer fling. <laughs> it's, but like, well, it's like I love you, <laughs> but it's like even that, like there's no mention of maybe feeling a little guilty. Yeah, nothing. Like you still feel for Ben. Nothing. So even though it's been five years for you because you got
1: blipped away, it really hasn't been that long. Yeah. So, I, so I get you know wanting to distance ourselves from Uncle Ben just because the last two Spider-Man franchises like hammered that point home. Yeah. Like I don't need but to. Still, see, I don't need to see him die. No. But, but at least mention him. And just like how Tony Stark was like a super presence in this in this movie, I wanted a little bit of an Uncle Ben presence, especially after the heels of after, off the heels of Endgame, where his father figure died. Like I. It should be the... Yeah, qu- I'm going the- through this again. Yeah, a quick, easy connection of like, man, if you feel guilty, like, why wouldn't you put those things together? Yeah. But then when he, he gets the Edith glasses from uh, Happy, and with a note from Tony Stark saying, like, this is for the next Iron Man, and it's it's the last thing... Or not from Happy, it was from Nick Fury. It's the last thing he gives him, post-mortem. This is my last gift to you, Peter, who was like a son to me. He just immediately goes... I can't be Iron Man. Here, random guy that I don't know. You take these glasses of mass destruction. Like, bro, that makes zero sense.
0: I mean, I get it, but I didn't have that much of a problem with it. I, only because I was mad. I was
1: like, that's stupid.
0: Only because it was stupid. Give me more of reason. It was stupid, but for the most part, they've A, been showing him make a lot of dumb teenage mistakes in this movie. And on top that's of too that. Much. And on <laughs> top of that, like. In his mind, this guy is like because the Avengers pretty much are gone, and
1: not even just but the fact they're of- not though. Falcon, Bucky, uh, Doctor Strange. There's so many heroes that they didn't listen that like. No, Marvel, but they but Marvel. he but, but he never
0: met them. He don't know. He doesn't know
1: them. So the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> they're and, at a funeral. They're all there. <laughs> uh,
0: they probably didn't exchange numbers. Hey, can, I, can, <laughs> I like your, can I get your Facebook account? Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, and on top of that, like. He isn't just like granted he's he's a guy that he just met, but he isn't just like a random person. He's a person that apparently Nick Fury trusts. He's working with Nick Fury. Mm. And who else would be more trustworthy than somebody that's in Nick Fury's inner circle? You.
1: Hmm? You Spider-Man, oh, who like, Tony Stark gave... Not you and Michael Simeon. I was like, what? <laughs> no. Well, thank you, Jordan. <laughs> you, Spider-Man, who Tony yeah, Stark but gave these but glasses you to.
0: even made the point that he's literally saying he doesn't want to be... Like, he doesn't want to be this. He wants who, to get away from...
1: For, forget the fact that they're, they're Iron Man technology. This is your last gift from your father figure. You should keep that regardless.
0: Yeah, but it's more than just a gift. It's a gift that can summon millions of drones and 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 basically more reason to not give it up <laughs> you could basically blackmail somebody by you know, like he did with the the guy i can't think of his name but the guy that was competing with mary jane oh, the asian guy yeah, yeah.
1: well that was i thought that was a cute plot point where he was like a dorky little kid who grew up over the five years Over the five years so now yeah. he's like a handsome like you know jockey kind of guy yeah and
0: they even kind of make reference to it in the beginning where the guy the uh guy with betty was saying from love the guy from love simon hmm. And Bumblebee, where he was like, "Yeah, now my younger brother is my older brother." It's weird. It's kind of (laughs) weird. It's kind of (laughs) weird.
1: This is what that liked, but I just think that was too big of a dumb mistake to make. And even Mysterio's plan of like he wanted those the whole like his whole plan revolved around getting those glasses, but it was like you had to assume that this kid was that dumb to do that after one conversation. You had a couple of drinks together, and he's like, "Well, he's not even really drinking." If he was drunk, I'd be like, "Okay," but he was completely sober. He was drinking soda, so I was like. Hey, here's take these glasses. See you later. And he even he even Mysterio was even like, no, I don't want these. No, you take them. I'm like, if that was your plan, you get one. No, nah, I don't take these. I can't take this, Peter. And he'd be like, you know what? You're right. He'd be like, oh fuck, my whole plan's is ruined. <laughs> like, it makes sense to me. And but, even the, but that,
0: even if you really, think, I mean, if you really want to break it down, that whole scene didn't make sense. Like they're literally in having a, bar. a drink
1: and their mask are off.
0: Yeah, and their mask are off. He's sitting there in his Spider-Man suit. Yeah, I didn't and get that either. Not paying attention, like all the. It's not like the people were invisible or whatever. It's like, yeah, let me totally show everybody that I'm Spider-Man. But I guess maybe he's like, well, there's well, no Spider-Man. in Well, Europe. at the
1: moment, I thought maybe that was like a bar of other Shield agents. You know what I mean? Like they were all they're like the entire bar was rented out by Shield agents because they won, because they beat the elementals, or whatever. But never, that was really, yeah. The I was case. gonna say they really, They didn't say no. So maybe even how mysterious. I don't know how else he would do it. I like that scene, though. The scene where he tells, like, you, you did this, and this yeah. is why we're part of the group, and like, this is why you did yeah, that. Yeah, I like that scene. It was basically just like, hey, audience, this is how this is all yeah, going exposition, down. exposition. Yeah. yeah, exposition dump.
0: Well, I thought it was interesting.
1: But then it's weird that they never, it never like, there's never a point where I mean, Peter Parker it was, knows. It was, it was like a self-congratulatory thing. Like, people, I, pe- I get people do that. I get it. But at the same time, there's never a point where Peter Parker knew. Like, he never explained to Peter Parker what was happening or what his reasons were. They just fought. Like, you betrayed me. He didn't say why. He's just like, You just betrayed me. <laughs> no. But it wasn't for him. It's, I mean. It wasn't his villain. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't his it was villain. Tony Stark's yeah. villain. Which is weird that they never even had, like, a, oh, this is why you're a bad guy. Maybe give some symp- sympathy points to Mysterio. Because like,
0: Mysterio didn't want to kill. It. Like, the only circumstances made him end up wanting to kill Parker. Like, he felt sympathy for Peter.
1: Yeah. And Jake, we didn't want really to talk enough about Jake Jillhan's performance. I really liked it like once it's revealed in that bar scene that he's you know we all knew that he's the villain my complaints like the pacing in the first act went away in the same way that my complaints about Mysterio his acting like the way he's acting when you first are introduced to Mysterio is so flat and it's so monotone. But then when that reveal happens, he's a completely different person. And you realize, oh, he's flat because he's not even hes not even really saying the things that he says to people. He's got a voice in his ear, a writer, literally telling yeah. him what to say. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, that's why he's acting flat. Because he's not an actor. He's, he's just not an guy. actor, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, that, that's some nuance. So then when he, it's revealed he's a villain, he's, he's more of like... Um, uh, He's bigger, more v- verbose, more like uh, animated in the way he talks and moves. I'm like, that's that's really good. I like how they did that. And then the fight scenes between Mysterio and Spider-Man. Fuck, man, that first sequence, my it's it's mindfuckery at its fucking best. Where he gets hit by the... Part of me, though, I was like, how the fuck did he survive that? How did right? he survive that? Yeah, how did he survive that? He wasn't even bracing for it. No, he, like, he be fucked. fucking smashed. Yeah, I'm like, you'd be dead. Like, I don't care how much spider strength you got. Like, no. You'd be splattered. <laughs> <laughs> but the entire sequence is fucking... I, like Peter, I didn't know it was real anymore. Because when Nick Fury... Fe- yeah, when, when Nick Fury shot him, bro, I was like, oh. yeah. I was like, oh, okay, so how are they going to get Mysterio out of jail and escape for the last act? But it was like, you, you're so gullible, Peter. It was like, wait, what? Like You're whip smart, but you're just so easy to fool. I was like, oh, shit,
0: he's an illusion, too.
1: <laughs> that, oh, my God. When fucking Iron Man's great. Even during that whole scene, I was like, why isn't his spider sense like? Because it wasn't developed fully yet. Or he didn't know how to access it to it's, be able to it's, fight the It's illusions. weird that
0: his spider sense is like the force. Yeah. you have to concentrate
1: on it. Yeah. <laughs> because he's, he's learning. He's and learning.
0: I, and please, please, God. What? Do not. For in uh, movies going forward, let it be called the Peter Tingle.
1: <laughs> no, I, think that was, I don't like that scene. I fucking hate it. <laughs> but but I could see that just being like the first name for they call it the Spider Sense, because they never actually called the Spider Sense yet, right? No, it's the Peter Tingle. Peter Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, I I screamed when fucking Iron Man burst out the grave, and he was like zombie Iron Man.
2: I was like, yeah!
1: this fuck is it's like it was like the Doctor Strange scene, but way better. Because mm-hmm. it actually had like a character poignancy. Like it made sense for Peter Parker as a character. Yeah. After it gave the...
0: That scene, like all of that stuff was completely CGI.
1: Oh yeah, all of it. But
0: at the same time it's like, there's no way you can do it and it not be. No. But
1: it still looked great. Yeah. And just the sequence itself was just literally mind-blowing. And I, I thought, dude. dude the the battle against the drones at the end is kind of like eh whatever you're fighting a bunch of monsters like the Chitari or or uh, Ultron's robots or the the outriders it's just a bunch of the same monster over and over again whatever but when you get that last sequence where he's going down the hallway and Mysterio trying to stop him with the illusions mm-hmm. bro that whole sequence is badass like the way that he basically like closes eyes yeah he closes eyes that was straight out of like spectacular Spider-Man and uh the the cartoon. We uh, oh, did the same thing. I don't uh,
0: remember. The the '90s one.
1: Oh, same thing. He yeah, used, he used clo- the spider sense. Of he closed it? his eyes and yeah, he used a, the spider sense. It's a comic book thing, and just the way it was shown visually. Come, well, like he was like in darkness. On. Come on, Peter Tingle. Yeah. <laughs> Like every time he would hit a drone, it'd appear like in the illusion, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't see it until you grabbed it or something, or dodged over it. Since that whole sequence gets the mystery was fucking epic. Yeah, even when he like grabbed the gun, oh. he shot, that was badass. Cause for a second, I was like, wait, what just happened? Oh, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Yeah. So I think this arguably has the best action sequences out of the entire Spider-Man franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, would you say it's better than Spider-Man 2 or not? I don't honestly know. I think it's it's close. It's it's cool in different ways. I
0: as of right now, I think it, I, I think it, it's the best Spider Man live live action Spider Man movie
1: to me. Really? Yeah. See, I'm still not sure. Parts of me, I feel like nostalgia wants me to keep saying Spider Man Two because there's still some. Yeah, that's nostalgia, but at
0: the same time, even then, you go back and watch Spider Man Two, you're like, eh, this doesn't hold up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that Aunt May speech had me fucking crying though. That's that's really my favorite part of that movie. He, <laughs> I love that Aunt Maysby. be just like, cause she you know you know that she knows that Spider Man's that Peter Spider Man. She's like, he needs him. He needs hope. <laughs> she's about to die. because She's so old. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I fucking love uh, like ninety percent of this movie. It's just some of the things like the fact that we didn't see uh, the. The beginning of his relationship with Mary Jane, the fact that they didn't get, do a good job of making me understand why they like each other, the dumbest decisions Peter makes with Mysterio and giving away Edith. Um, stuff like that is what keeps it from perfect vision for me. Just I was just like, eh, mm, yeah. But by yeah. the end. Like well, I said, I agree with you, but that ending. Yeah, the I ending forgive, is like.
0: I forgive everything.
1: Bruh. <laughs> Mine explosions. It's so fucking epic. Uh, is there anything that you want to talk about before we move on?
0: uh fuck it i'm just gonna talk about it now what i mean this is part of this conversation but yeah there there is talks that john watts the the director is saying that he do that he does want to introduce craven in part three but for me i feel like a better villain especially considering that they did introduce jay jonah jameson would be scorpion and we also saw scorpion in homecoming oh,
2: and you could also okay. tie more
0: of jay jonah jameson's story into it where J. Jonah Jameson is the one that created... He paid the money to have Scorpion become uh, Scorpion. Oh,
1: like in the comics. And
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: The armored Scorpion. The armored Scorpion, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I I like that way better. I, like I said, I don't like I don't that much. <laughs> Shut up.
0: <laughs> and if you want to like make it a twofer, like do Scorpion and Rhino. Mmm. I like that. Now you're leading more into the Sinister Six. Yeah. Cause you got Vulture, now you got Mysterio. Again, like you got Scorpion, you got Rhino. I love that in you so got, much. You got Shocker. That's five. Yeah, like so now you need one more. We would have had Mysterio, but those motherfuckers. I did. I said you got Mysterio. Oh, you said Mysterio? You, got Mysterio. you got Vulture. If you do, if you do Scorpion and Rhino, that's four. And then you got uh Shocker. That's five. So then you just need one more. Doc Ock. Yeah, Doc Ock. We need Doc Ock. I was Or other. you could do Chameleon, cause they, cause the like, guy, I hate that the guy that was the bus driver. Is,
1: uh, I saw that a theory. I don't like that theory, though. Well it's, not, well, it's not even a theory. That's his name. His name is... Dimitri. Yeah. Uh, Camille to me, is one of the weakest fucking <laughs> villains. I hate that. Oh, you can change your face? No, no way. Yeah, he's a scroll, basically. Black <laughs> Widow did that, like, in, in Winter Soldier. So, yeah, that's there you go. We already got, <laughs> we already got the technology. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I like the Scorpion idea.
0: But I'm also hoping in part three, they finally move away from... Him, his villains being connected to Stark, So now they're more
1: after they're more so connected to him. They're or they're after him. I feel like they would need to be just based on the fact that now people know who he is. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. The fact that uh, I I love the ending. I love you know making this big divergent from everything we've done before in the Spider-Man franchise with the reveal of Peter Parker's identity. But it was, in the same way, I'm just like I feel like that that post credits scene is now wasted with Vulture, where he like had that big moment of like. I'm not going to tell people that he's Peter Parker. Now it's like, yo, vultures, you know that Peter Parker is smart, man? Like, what? <laughs> no, no way. Uh, kept his word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe he'll be like the, the good bad guy. Like the one villain to kind of be on his side at some point. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, what do you want to talk about next? Stranger Things? One episode that you've seen? I mean, we could. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I <did it> quick. <laughs> I right, said so about Stranger Things season
0: three, real quick. Stranger Thing. There's something very wrong here.
1: This thing in Hawkins. It's not over. Something happened. Something bad.
2: We could be heroes.
1: Don't you love your country? Can't
2: spill America without Erica.
1: stranger thing one episode you suck (laughs) (laughs) this this season i think is arguably better than season one okay yeah definitely better than season two uh i wish you could talk about why i think it's better than season one i disagree how how because will's not gay
0: what <laughs> they teased in the first season it was like i think he might be and then they don't. i know that for a fact they don't talk about it wait they teased that in the first season i mean they talked they talked about it in the first season it was like yeah i think he might be gay or something like that i don't remember that what the fuck? see every <laughs> every podcast
1: it's just because i'm close what was <laughs> I gonna say uh but yeah all right so give me your thoughts on the first episode of Stranger Things season three since that's all you've seen so far because um, that, that episode ends with Red Ranger crashing Red his Ranger car. Red Ranger crashing
0: right? his car and getting sucked down. there's just a lot of sucking going on. <laughs>
1: sucking going
0: on. Um just based on even what even with the trailer, I said this, and then the first episode, like just the first scene, like proved me right. I was like, Yo, the production value on this season, they took it to
1: another level. Dude, it, when it gets to the end, I'm like, damn. Where was this season 2 or even season one especially. <laughs> like not even just the the
0: CGI and all that other stuff, but like all the location shots and mm. not being in, you know, just one little area. Like all all of it just looked from a from a production standpoint, like it looked great. And then like to see uh the kids growing up, like I mentioned, I was like when, when like Will or like Mike was talking like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah getting deeper voice and then they're like part of me is like I'm kind of feeling uncomfortable when they're, they're like sitting there making out the whole time
1: oh him and Eleven him and Eleven <laughs> it's cute too because Hopper's all upset like you stop making out three inch rule keep the door open <laughs> but yeah but overall I like uh, the little one episode I so
0: I don't know where the story's going so I can't really <laughs> it's not yeah, really not really the, much for me yeah, to talk about episode one ends with
1: the, the story just starting yeah I was like, <laughs> it's not,
0: not much for me to talk about I just enjoy seeing the characters come back and uh I want to. I want to know. Do they even talk about
1: where's Dustin's teeth? <laughs> that never comes up. Actually, <laughs> that's what I want to know. I'm like, where is it? But I think it's a it's a good continuation of the events after this after season two's finale of where you think Eleven's closed the gate, but they there was that moment where Will when it was exercised by uh, Winona Ryder. That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that dust flew into the air. The idea is that presence of the mind flayer Never actually left uh, our world. So there's still a little bit of it left in our world. The only thing is, I was like,
0: are we doing this again? The whole Nazi trope? Nazi trope? In the beginning, the people that were in the very beginning of the episode. Oh, they're Russians, not German. Well, even then, that's still a trope. <laughs>
1: All the villains are Russians or yeah. they're
0: Nazis. Yeah. It's yeah. like, just make them American. Americans do a lot of dumb. shit. But they shit. did that
1: already. Like season one was the American government experimenting.
0: But still, it's like how many? Times? Which is kind of racist. Only, not racist.
1: I guess that racist. I guess it's racist. But it's just funny because the the American uh, scientists are way more intimidating than the Russian scientists in this in this season.
0: But I was just like, but how many times are we gonna deal with the, the like the, the Nazi or the Russians? They're always, they're always the bad guys. Foreign people were scary, Michael. <laughs> I, I'm like, if I was Russian, I'd be
1: upset. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> that's totally fair. I'm doll. It sucks, man. I want to talk about they introduced a the little black girl character who's super sassy. I'm talking about
0: the sister from season two, Erica. Yes. Yeah, she was in. Uh, I forgot she. Oh, she was in season two. She too? was in season two. Well, she's a like main character now. And I was. Uh, yeah, I knew. I knew that from the news that they were gonna make her a series regular. And part of me was like. They I made, wasn't necessarily a fan of her before. Let's like, yeah, get some black girl. But I was like, yeah, you're
1: making her a trope. Like. She's super tropey. Like she, she's so sassy and they try to offset it by making her really smart, like a like nerdy smart. But it's like, why does she got to She's, she's grading. She's what's the word? Uh, not antagonistic. She's like, she's too rough around the edges for no reason. I'm like, I want to be endeared to you and like you, but you're just like, you're just mean for no reason. That's like her thing, but I'm like, why does is, why is the only black girl in this have to be like that? Yeah. I felt that way about her in season one. I mean, season two. See, I forgot she was even in season two. So I was just like, oh, Lucas has a sister? Okay. Yeah. I don't remember how much she was in season two. She wasn't in it that much. She wasn't, she was She was only there for a couple scenes, but it was enough where. Oh, ah, okay. <laughs> um, but this season actually scared me more than one and two because it's body invasion throughout. They do a lot of homages to, like, Planet of the... Or, oh, yeah, because uh, Red Ranger gets invaded. Mm-hmm. You saw it in the trailer, so Yeah, that's you polite. saw it in the trailer. But, like, uh, they do a lot of allu- uh, homages to more 80s things, or, I guess, classic things, like Invasion of the Body Snatchers is a big part of the season. Also, Terminator, of all things. There's a Terminator character in this. <laughs> like, literally. Like, he looks just like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they may even make a joke about it. I was like, yo. It's kind of cool, though. Um what can I say? It's not spoilery. That's like, I'm trying to like to mince my words here. (sighs) Can't say anything. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. I can't really say anything about the season. Um, the things they do with, I don't remember his name. Uh, Dacker Montgomery. That's his name. That's the The actor's name. I don't know. Yeah. The actor. Billy. Billy? Yeah. Billy, the Red Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's a fucking pimp in the first episode where he's oh, yeah, macking first, on yeah, the mom. Yeah, the mom. Which I didn't realize was Mike's mom. Is it? Yeah, that was Mike's mom. I don't know. That. I'm like, yo, Billy trying to fuck your mom, bro. <laughs> and he almost did. He almost did. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, took her wedding ring off and everything. But there's a there's a there's a reason for it. And they get into his psychology a little bit. He's, it's, he's gay. No, it's really Freudian. And I'm like,
0: ugh, this is weird. This is awkward. Oh, it's cause of the whole his father relationship his
1: mother relationship
0: because he has a bad relationship with his father too
1: yeah but his mother like abandoned him so they don't really say it but the implication is he's looking for like you know older women to kind of you know fill that role not to be his mom but you know you know what I mean like yeah it's, it's Freudian but it's fucked up and true but you know people's sexuality is usually tied to their childhood in some way Um, so I like the stuff they do with his character by the end He's and especially when he becomes evil, he's really intimidating. Like his, I don't know how much of that is his acting or the story, but he did a good job, so I I do like it. Uh, And they do more things with with uh, endearing you to what's his name. Although part of me, part of me is even when the trailer, I was like, Steve. Well, if you're
0: taking the guy that's the most like the asshole and you're making him evil, do you really care?
1: I don't feel bad for him, really, until the very end. They do a pretty good job of making you kind of go, uh, poor Billy. But it's not like a, oh, no, Billy. But there is a death in this season. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to say how. But there is a death. And I, at the end of it, I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. So something to look forward to if you're if you're curious about that. Okay. Um, but I feel so bad for Steve. He Steve has become my favorite character. You know what I'm talking about? Steve the Hare Harrington? Yeah. 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 Like, for him to be, like, the asshole bully in the first season to what he is now in this season. Basically, the babysitter. <laughs> he's, like, a bro. Like, he's he's one of the gang. And, like, they do such a, such a good job of, like, bringing him down a couple notches to make you, like, endear to his character. So, I really like what they do with him. And he cannot catch a break. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> but as a character, I, I Steve would be my favorite one. Um, And I feel wow, like... you are you talking about because of Robin? That's the girl? Yeah. Their their banter or, and their relationship that evolves over the course of the season is probably one of my favorite parts of the season. Cause that's the only thing I know. Like him and her have a thing, kinda. It's until not, yeah, until it's revealed that they don't. Oh, that you know about that? I thing. just said that's the only thing I know. Oh yeah, yeah yeah okay that's that's a spoiler. I'm not gonna say what happens, but I was like, oh. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it. Oh poor Steve. <laughs> um. And Mike kind of takes a back seat this season to 11 because he's just kind of her boyfriend, which is weird because Mike Finn, Di- is that his name? Finn Wolfhard is like one of the best actors on the show. It's weird that he doesn't have as big of a role in the season, but it's, it's fine. Um, I like everybody. I mean, Dustin, even though he has teeth. No teeth. <laughs> or no teeth. Like Again, him and his relationship with Steve and how they play off each other is like one of the best parts of the season. Uh, Eleven and her relationship, not just with Hopper, but also with Mike, I think is played in a cute way a lot of the times. Uh, and I think that there's they, they could only really do one more season of this story arc based on the event, like how this season wraps up. But I think it's a good thing because, like I said, by the time you watch season three, they look basically like adults already. So I would like to see the fourth season be the wrap up of this story they may and, do five well if they do five I hope they at least do a thing where it's different kids and maybe they have one of the old kids from season four through one come in as a cameo you know I mean if it's five then I have to do different kids season five would be the last season with these kids I just feel like there's not much more for this Like they, they, they can only go bigger one more time because when you get is that a sport if I say that it gets big like it gets like yo how are they going to top this next well, season I mean I like it big <laughs> Actually, there's some big meat in this that you might like. Very meaty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's very gay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is it though? I'm you a, don't know what I'm, I'm, I'm referring a, to. I'm uncomfortable, Jordan. <laughs> I'm
1: not into that gay shit. Some Wow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some, uh, some big meat in this. Uh, it, ugh. To me, this is definitely my, my favorite season just because it, it hits for me the closest in terms of what my fears are body invasion <laughs> not a fan of it <laughs> but yeah I enjoy it and I highly recommend it for anybody who hasn't watched season 3 yet so you I mean you already said but cause
0: based on it being your favorite season this far but since you saw the whole thing what would you rate it
1: I guess I would give it perfect vision I didn't really think about
0: my I was rating sure if it's your favorite yeah what other rating would you give yeah.
1: it yeah there, there wasn't the only my only complaint is the little black girl that was it. And I was really hoping I, would, I I didn't want to not like her. But I'm like, why are they making you like this? You don't have to be like, you could have been adorable. You don't like black women. That's really what it boils down to. <laughs> yeah. She's like little, I can't stand little black girls. <laughs> it just drives me crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I, I, I don't like how they made her tropey like that. And it, it makes it too hard to like her. There's never a point where I'm like, oh, it's endearing that she's like that. It's just like, ugh, I guess you're part of the group now. Even though I don't like it. <laughs> But yeah, check it out. Let's get into anime. Other things you should be checking out the finale of Attack on Titan Beyond the Wall.
2: 寂しくこの壁の向こうに何がある
0: I'm yeah, like, what Game of Thrones? Thrones? Thrones. <laughs> I mean, might as well be. <laughs> I
1: mean, it is the anime equivalent of Game of Thrones. Uh, and I've been trying to remember the finale it was like I watched that like what, like a week plus ago, almost two weeks. But it's the wrap up of the season, and they now now that they've defeated the Beast Titan and they plug the wall, uh, over the course of a couple of seasons, or I think a year basically, they thin out the the Titans that were on the outside mm-hmm. and are now able to finally get to the, the shore. The shore, yeah. That we've seen as an audience because we've been in Aaron's mind and seen the flashbacks that he's had of the shore and the outer wall that uh, the Eldian people were killed on and transformed into Titans. And I think it's really cool how you see in the time skip, first of all, Aaron's hair is longer. than yeah, hair is longer. <laughs> but you see the change in Aaron's mentality toward the Titans where when they see that Titan, like, that can't move because like, its body is too small and its head's too big. And it's just laying face down on the ground. Like, you remember, you remember classic Aaron, kill all, kill the, all titans. the
2: Titans! Yeah. I hate the Titans! And I mean,
1: that's
0: kind of what I said before the last time. Like, this show did a great job of flipping, where it's like before you were always rooting against destroying the Titans, and it was always about the humans. Save the humans, destroy the Titans. Save the Chili, to save, <laughs> save the world. But now it's like the Titans aren't the villains now.
1: No. They're not, and they're sympathetic characters yeah. in hindsight. And it completely, in the best way, fucks up every season or, or encounter with Titans before this. So now if you rewatch season one, it's just like, fuck. Every Titan that dies, you know, it's like a, yeah, moment. It's also like a, damn, damn man, yeah. that was one of us. And Aaron says as much when they're like, we should kill that fucking redhead guy. I hate that, that dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Let's kill it. Let's kill it, right? We should kill it. Aaron's like, no, he's a comrade. And it's like, oh, damn, man. That's tragic. And then they, and when they get to the shore, you know, everyone has that moment of like, oh, my God, it's the ocean. And they're all like, even Mikasa. But then it also makes me wonder. What? So if they're human.
0: Isn't there a way you could, like, cut the neck and just take them out?
1: No, that's only the shifting titans. The pure titans are like, there's there's no human in there. Only if you get transformed into a shifting titan is the human part of you still intact. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, that's what the rules are. <laughs> so they call them pure titans, because the tight and the- and the 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 walls are made up of giant colossal pure titans. You know what I'm saying? The walls. You know, the titans. Yeah, yeah, in the walls? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. titans in the walls.
0: Oh, you're look, like I'm crazy. I was like, wait, you know I'm what like, I'm talking wait, about? No, 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 didn't they build
1: the around them? Yeah, but they're in the walls. Yeah, they're in the walls. Yeah. The 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 whole concept of what the the king's last warning of like if you invade us, we'll we'll destroy the world with giant titans. I I guess the idea was he would break open the walls of the cities and all those cuz it's filled with colossal titans. How I don't know, but <laughs> but I think it was so poignant when they get to the shore and everyone's like having a moment of like ah, oh, finally we get to win. Like we've been we're, we've dwindled humanity down to like a handful of soldiers and now we finally get this moment of like it was all for this we all get this moment of happiness even Mikasa who doesn't ever really show emotions mm-hmm. has like a really weird smile where she tries to smile at uh, at Armin like <laughs> it's like oh it's cute and creepy <laughs> yeah but then even Levi was trying to have a good time also out of character for him but then again you see the difference in Aaron's personality in the last year of having that the weight of all that knowledge and he's already seen the ocean. So like him seeing the ocean, I'm like, Oh, the ocean He's like, I saw this ocean before my father fucking like, uh, you know, when my comrades were killed on the wall my father took the, the attack Titan into himself and started the entire fucking crazy journey that I'm on now. Yeah. He's just looking at the ocean, like kind of sad. And he's like, we did all this but our enemies are right over there yeah like it's not over like this should be our win but there's there's still a whole continent there's a whole world of enemies forget the titans like we thought there was enemies, but they weren't our true enemies so it's like what and then you, you realize that the titan the attack titan is always fighting for freedom so even though they defeated what we thought the true enemy was and they got this little victory he's like this is only the beginning like we have to get over there to be truly free and and defeat them and it's like, fuck. So then what's the next like, season? When will it end? It, it, how can it end? They have so few people left on their side, and now they have to fight a whole continent. And they're
0: saying next season is the last season. Yeah.
1: And I hope they actually wrap up the manga, because the manga's not over yet. I heard it's like getting toward the the end, but it's not done yet. So I'm hoping what they do is... They let the manga finish first before the anime comes out. Well, you
0: know, Attack on Titan usually takes forever to come out with a new season. I'm fine. I'm fine with that.
1: I want I want a true ending. I don't want a fake anime ending. I don't want a Game of Thrones ending. Yes. <laughs> don't make this shit up in the last episode. <laughs> We're still here like, I can't believe Daenerys or I can't believe Eren or whatever they do. Yeah. But um, Eren turned evil and destroyed. Uh, I fucking killed everybody. <laughs> If they repeat Game of Thrones, I'll be like, I'm done. I'm done with everything. <laughs> but, uh, so like what's next season? Attack on human? Like the Titan, there's no more attack on Titan, right? Yeah. Just attack on humans. Attack on humans. That's crazy. I can't even imagine what that would be like. I felt like the weakest part of. Because I'm also like, how? I mean, you got a Colossal Titan and an
0: Attack Titan. How is that really? It's not really going to be a fight. That's
1: true, because it wasn't the whole. I mean, thing I, guess about you, I guess you still got uh, Bertold and. Uh, oh yeah, there's still like three or four titans on their side. Yeah, there's still the Beast Titan, the clo- uh, the the Armor Titan, the Armor Titan, and uh, that weird, Annie. Well, she's she's not over there. She's oh no, still she's trapped. she's still trapped. But there's that weird Yamir, Yamir, the the Titan on all fours, whatever that thing was. Yeah, and the Titan that we don't know about yet because there's still was there one or two that weren't revealed yet. I don't know. I think there was two or was there one? Cuz did we see all nine? I think we saw eight. Yeah, cuz the yeah, cuz cuz Aaron has two. He has the uh the, the founding, founding titan and yeah. the attack titan. So yeah, so we've we've seen eight. We're missing one. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm super excited though. I give this not only this episode but the entire the season. season the yeah. perfect vision. Yeah, me too. Fucking easily, fucking great. Da, da, da. So that was it. <laughs> yeah, it, was really, it wasn't much in this episode. It was really no. just like a recap of uh, the Attack Titan stuff and the revelation of like, huh? Can I? Do I have to turn Historia into a titan to make the founding titan power work? Or can she ram my shoulder like Pikachu? (laughs) Historia-chu! Well, I said she has to be a titan. Well, if she has to be a titan, then she's fucked. But but then, if they turn her into a a titan to use that ability, they lose the founding titan power forever after Eren. Because there's no more... Unless they just keep a story in a cage, there'd be no more... uh, well, royal bloodline. They breed her. As a Titan, they'd have to do that while she's a human. They, she does to have a kid. Yeah, they force her to have a kid first. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> oh, my God. mother's talking about forced rape Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Attack on Titan season four, the darkest season. So you can have another.
1: So you can have a child. Or oh, they fucking. Because she's the last Royal they, bloodline. They,
0: they didn't say a Titan can't have kids. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> have Aaron have sex with her as a Titan.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she's the last Royal bloodline, so. There's like high stakes there,
0: but actually, no. Because remember, they said if uh, like if, A- if uh, once his face doesn't pass the attack titan's power to Grisha, it'll appear randomly like the avatar cycle, they just appear in somebody else.
1: But you need the royal blood to make the final type ti- final So final maybe titan. it'll be the
0: same thing like that power would
1: randomly show up in somebody else. But I thought the whole thing with the final titan power is that only works with the royal bloodline.
0: Well, maybe it needs new
1: rules <laughs> Somebody else Somebody else will be royal Okay well <laughs> Let's talk about One Punch Man The last two episodes Were called The Varieties of Boy, Wait wait
0: wait What was that I didn't necessarily understand That vision that Aaron saw Where he touched Historia It was like take, take this from me Or some shit I don't remember And then he looked like
1: Frightened or whatever And they were staring at him Like Aaron I thought that was him Putting it together No, no, you're right. There were flashes of of someone being chained up like he was that we hadn't like they didn't reveal like you didn't know who that was. I'm sure all that's all wasn't that the king? It was.
0: I don't know. know.
1: (laughs) I've gotten like DMs from people like, "Yo, can I please be on the podcast to help explain to you what's happening in Taco (laughs) Titan? Because you guys have no idea what's going on. (laughs) So (laughs) we're not helping the case anymore." We're just confused,
0: but we love it. That's why you should send us an email.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm confused, but I still love it. Um, talking about things I still love. Let's talk about One Punch Man: The Rise of Pride. And this title was so stupid. Wiping of the disciples' butt. That was the title. That was the title. Okay. (laughs) I was like whipping. No, it's wiping. W i p i n g. The wiping of the disciples' butt.
2: Don't What?
1: <laughs> but basically, it ended up being Garo. Uh, where we left off last time we talked about it was Garo versus all of those Class A and B heroes, and they got their asses Ass kid, what Yeah, which is fucking awesome. Like when the Garo, I love Garo's theme. The that's Buffy's theme. That's Buffy's theme.
0: Oh
2: shit, you're
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of sounds like it, but the the turnaround of and it's so weird. To have a villain have plot armor like a hero? Like a protagonist of something? There's no way. What? For him do to be, that shit? Yeah. Yeah. The the poison just doesn't work anymore. Yeah, the well poison clearly doesn't like, work. He's like, oh yeah, I can feel the poison. Clearly not. <laughs> no, but he starts using the heroes against each other like in cool like strategic ways. And what made me die was when the the guy looks like Ida, like he's like he's like he whooped everybody else's asses. And he's chasing down the guy looks like Ida, uh-huh. the, the guy that can run fast. Yeah, and like he starts whooping his ass. And then the Ida guy has like a flashback to like what made him a hero. And you get that awesome like Superman moment where one punch me- or Saitama like basically um, inspired him to push beyond his limits and be a hero. Mm-hmm. I, that to me it's the best Saitama moments ever when he's like Superman and he motivates people from afar. So you get that moment where you think he's like, like, come on! I'm not gonna hold back and he immediately gets punched in the face <laughs> and his ass gets whooped and gets knocked out. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like it built up to be like a hero moment and it just got like, shut down immediately. <laughs>
0: but I'm still just like how powerful is this how bro. powerful is he like he he had two arrows in him bro got shot up by by the, gat, gat, the
1: Gatling Death Gatling or yeah. whatever and it's like he was still going like nothing to the point where when Death Gatling unloaded all his bullets or whatever he's now strong enough to deflect them with to his hands to deflect
0: them with his hands it's like which was a cool but, moment, though. Is he a Saiyan, like, the longer he fights? Kinda. <laughs> That's what it seems like, right? I mean, I mean, he looks like Vegeta. Yeah.
1: But so I'm saying, like, it's it's weird how...
0: And, you and why, a, then even to the point that he got uh, Dog Guy's speed out of nowhere. Yeah,
1: like, just seeing him do it once, now he can use Dog Guy's, like, technique. Which and is like, like a Majin Buu thing. For real. But I like that moment where... Garo defends the barn and tells, tells the hero, like, yo, there's a kid in there, like, don't shoot at the barn. And he's like, "Like, ah, I'm not, as if like I'm gonna believe a villain. And then he shoots, shoots Which I mean at the barn. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But when the kid, like, if I, what I thought was gonna happen was the kid was gonna see Garo as a hero for protecting him. But then when the kid comes out after he defends him, the kid's freaked out and runs away. He's like, ah, oh, you're a monster! And runs away from him. And it's like, oh, I felt kind of bad for Garo in that moment. It was like, by, he's I, protecting the kid. Yeah, hey, protected you. And I don't. Know, I like how it blurs the line between him being a villain and him being a hero. But then when Genos came, I was like, "Oh, you done? <laughs> oh, you, you messed up, <laughs> yo!" The moment where he uh, kicks Genos into the ground and he thinks he's like he's beat him or whatever, and then he basically it was Genos' plan to go underground and shoot him uh, with the laser beam when he couldn't see him do it. But then when he, the moment where he comes out the ground and like just. It's like what is it? I can't think of what the analogy would be. It just he just pops up, like as if he's unaffected. I was like, "Oh, Genos, about the like Whoop That like Jack in the Box? <laughs> yeah, like a Jack in the Box or something." I, that moment was just cool to me. But yeah, even in the fight with Genos, even though he seemed like he was gonna get completely overpowered, and at that point, how weakened was Garo from all his fighting? He was still holding his own. He like was still he holding his ripped own. Genos' arm off. And I was like, it, no way." Part of his plan. Like yeah, he, but still, still. <laughs> And then after that, they keep stacking more villains or more heroes on it. Bang and yes. Bong show up and start whooping his ass. So I'm like, yo, they got they gotta beat him now, right? Nah. No. No. <laughs> it's like he has like a, a hero flashback to like this is my origin story, and now I'm stronger. <laughs> but at least it wasn't so broken that he beat them in that moment. He got saved by the Monster Association. But they make it seem like if he would have kept fighting, he would have. Yeah,
0: it really seemed that way. Cause even Bang was like, "If you were, if would you be able to take as much of a beating that he did?" He's like, "Yeah, if I was younger, yeah, no, you would." Yeah, weren't. And now you
1: lying. <laughs> and looks like he kind of got his first Super Saiyan form. Like his eye turned red, and then he like put blood in his hair and made it all spiky and red. Somebody like, is this Super Saiyan one? What's happening? <laughs> and with his origin, it was like, "Are you really a villain, or are you just upset?"
0: That you got beat up by the popular kid. But it also raises the
1: question, is he a villain? Because he he also doesn't kill. He hasn't killed anybody. So I'm like, are you bad or are you not? Is that going to be his turning point to become a true monster when he actually kills somebody? Or is it going to be a turning point where he's like, I actually don't want to be a monster. (laughs) Maybe. I I have no idea. I I do not know where Garo as a character is going to go anymore. Yeah, me either. Because I have a feeling, because they're taking him to the Monster Association...
0: I don't think he's gonna
1: He's not gonna join them.
0: No, he's not gonna join them. Yeah. He's gonna reject them.
1: Yeah. But then you get that the battle between the Elder Centipede Almost kinda like Bakugo rejected the League of Villains. Yeah, exactly. He basically is Bakugo. Yeah. <laughs> and you get the Elder Centipede that was like from however episode. Yeah, whatever that thing was, that beat um what's the bat guy? Uh Metal Bat. Metal Bat. Yeah. It's first it's a three way fight or a, it's three against one. Where Bong, Bang, and Genos fight him together. Doesn't do anything. Then Genos goes full power. Again, doesn't do anything. And that fucked me up. I was like, oh, Genos is finally going to get a moment. All right. Nope. Did you, you didn't think that? Or did, yeah. you, did you think that too? No, I thought that. But I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for him. He's like, what does it take? <laughs> Why? What am I
0: lacking? Yeah. I'm like, oh. No matter how
1: strong he gets. Like, he was super strong in this one. Bro. Like is that, uh, that moment where he does like the the harpoon kick thing and goes into his mouth and blows him up from the inside out? I'm like, that was badass. And still nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Just have Saitama show up and do one serious punch and uh, vaporize it, uh-huh. which is awesome. I, I like that moment, but and, yeah, with well, like King, like
0: Saitama, what are you doing? Hurry up! <laughs> but I, I like I thought they were gonna be able to take it. Like when that uh, moment with Bong and Bang, like did like a super punch and it like destroyed the whole fucking sent whatever the fuck his name is and it brought it to like to to his bones I was like oh it's done and then when it came back I was like oh what the fuck obviously Saitama's gonna have to show up at this point (laughs) what else can they do yeah
1: but again these last two episodes maybe even the last three I felt like they did a good job. It was not as good as the animation of season one, but it did a good enough job that I wasn't thinking about how bad the animation usually is. So, like, it... it Again, not on the level of season one, but at least it was, like, a... It was good enough. The only thing is, though, like, for the
0: most part, for this to be a show about Saitama, there hasn't been that much Saitama this season.
1: That's the only thing I kind of don't like. See, I think that's a good thing, though. Because you... You can't have a... You can't follow a character who can defeat everything with one punch. Yeah, but they did in the first season. And even... Yeah, but I feel like once you got to Boros level and they established... Like, no. Because every time we, we, we saw Saitama in season one, I was thinking every time, like, oh, this is going to be the time. He's going to have to try real hard. No. So if you keep doing that over and over and over again in succession, which season one kind of did, it loses its, its impact. So you got to kind of, like, distance yourself from him. And I think... Flipping the series to be like how Saitama's presence impacts other characters in the world is more interesting, cause like I like to see just like with the the Ida guy who like was inspired by him. Moments like that I think do a good job of making you understand why Saitama is important in this universe, and it makes me like him more as a character. It's he's funny, a, like he's a Superman. So many people are inspired by him, but still nobody knows who the fuck he is. No, <laughs> yeah,
0: King. Moomin Rider, uh, the runner, the Ida, not Ida.
1: Yeah, but I like that. Genos. I like, I like having him in the background so when he does show up. Like like that moment where he punches the Elder Centipede, if he had been in like the whole season, it wouldn't have meant as much. Like him showing up for that one epic punch was enough. It was like, okay, Superman saved us. moving on. <laughs> and I like to see the other characters get a chance to uh, fight as well because it gives you more perspective or just how overpowered Satama is based on everyone else in this world. I like that. So I'm, I don't really mind him not being as much I'm in this situation. I'm still
0: season. curious of how the fuck. What? He's so powerful. 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups. No, <laughs> I mean, there's going to be more to it because the, the fact that they even had Gino say, I don't think even he knows where he got his power from. No. It's going to be a reveal. I'm telling point.
1: you, it's the same thing that makes people like Garo powerful. It's like, whatever you believe in in this world... Changes you, like people that ate too much crab become a crab monster. Yeah, but Genos also believes he's a super powerful hero, and then he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he doesn't have that
0: much belief. Nope.
1: <laughs> he's a cyborg, so he's cheating. <laughs> it's got to be something like that. It's unexplainable, but I like it. I mean, would you rate the season though? I'm gonna more than passable. So yeah, I want to give it perfect vision just because no, I like yeah, the I ending, can't. but the animation. I really hope they go back to the season 1 animators next time. Like for looking at this season top down, I'm like, okay, this isn't the end of the season, is it? Yeah, it was in that was in the, the season. That was the end of the season? That was in the, the season. Oh, that's garbage. <laughs> but but I feel like that's if you're going to give a season to the people that aren't the animators season 1, I feel like this season was inconsequential enough that you could do it. Cuz there was never a moment where you needed something on the level of Boros for Saitama. Nothing was ever that big. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, Saitama versus the
0: fucking... The, the head of the Monster Association. But that wasn't the season.
1: No, I'm saying... In the future, so I'm saying, like if when we get to that point, I want that season one animators back. But for this season, for things that happened in this season, which is like, what? Garo fighting Tank Top Man? Who cares? <laughs> I, I would always love the better animation to be part of the show. But if you're gonna sacrifice a season... I'm okay with this season being sacrificed for in terms of animation. That's just me. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. But yeah, more than passable. I'm with you. All right, moving on. Let's get into news of the week with Michael. Hey, you want to know about Fire Squad
0: or Fire Force or whatever the fuck? Oh, you watched it? I told you I did. Oh, okay.
1: Well, well what's it about?
2: The love I am me last.
0: Uh, basically, without giving spoilers, it's a world where every human on Earth, they, and they don't know why, they haven't explained it, but every human has the potential to, to spontaneously combust. What? <laughs> what? And when you spontaneously combust, you become something called an infernal. Basically, it's something like you become a fire demon, more or less.
1: Wait, so there's no trigger? You're just walking around, just exploding in flames one Yeah. Day? and, and wow. it can happen
0: to any person at any moment. what the fuck okay yeah and when you become a when you become an inferno, you're basically you you' you almost look like the human torch where it's like flame on yeah and you become like a monster more or less. and the only way to destroy you is you have to obliterate the person's heart okay and so with that they created the fire force and uh, the, okay. the fire force is a squad that is a. Created to take out the infernals, the boys, <laughs> ba- yeah, basically, they were created to take out the infernals, and also their job is to study why this started happening, why people started spontaneously combusting. And so, you get a, there's this character who's basically Deku, Bakugo, and Zuko all combined, okay. And this is Deku, Bakugo,
1: and Zuko, Interesting. yes, all right.
0: And this is his first day on the squad. He uh, and of course, because you always got to follow a point of view character. So his first day on the squad, and so he's just joining, and so he's getting to know all the people on the squad. And he has obviously he has a backstory. And it, uh, do you want to know what what uh his backstory is?
1: I'm, I sure. I'm interested.
0: Basically, it turns out that the and the reason that he joined the fire force to find out because they call him the devil, the the devil child, or something like that, because they believe because he ends up having because all the people not all the people but most of the people that are on the fire force they also have pirate level of pyrokinetic powers so they can control fire so that's also where the zuko comes in because they're most a lot of them are firebenders, okay more or less and so but what makes him different is he's a third generation pyrokinetic which makes him more powerful than like second generation uh pyrokinetics in that also, going into Zuko, he can control, like, he can shoot fire out of his feet. Okay. But they make it in a more realistic way than, like, Avatar, where it's like when he shoots the fire out of his feet, his, like, shoes explode. Because obviously it's fire coming out of his uh, feet. Okay. But Avatar's like, they still got their shoes on, but it's like, but how? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Never thought about that before. So the reason he joins the Fire Force is because most. And, like, his family disowned him and everything like that because they believe that the fire, the power, the the power kinetic ability that he has, he burned his mother and little brother. Mm. And they didn't spontaneously combust. He just killed them. Oh, shit. Okay. And so... And then he also has this weird quirk about him where whenever he gets super nervous, he smiles.
1: (laughs) So here's Zeku, and... Okay, now I'm seeing the connection. I'm like, what?
0: (laughs) And so... He smiles. He's he's smiling at very inappropriate times, and he can't control it because that's his thing when he gets nervous. So there's a joke where like his superior tries to make him nervous. He like stares at him to try to get him to smile to see if it's true. Because he said, because he mentions he's like, I have this quirk about me when I get nervous, I smile. And he's like, oh really? And so he jumps, <laughs> and then he smiles. He's like, oh my god! And he's like, success. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, what? And. So, like, even his grandmother dis- disowns him, and he's like, that, sm- that nervous smile that you have on your face is disgusting. Oh, my
1: God, okay.
0: And so, eventually you find out in the first episode that there was somebody there when his mother and brother got spontaneously combusted when they, when they uh, basically burned on fire. And he was like, it wasn't me, and I'm here to find out who it is. And then he's also like, because they also ask him, why did you join the Fire Force? And he's like, I'm here to be a hero. The greatest hero <laughs> okay so again, again there's the yeah, my hero the, academia, right. <laughs> the academia element so that's basically what happens in the first episode they take like they meet and then they take out uh one of the infernals and you get to see like the other characters get to see the power of a third generation pyrokinetic like one of the person says like wow this is what a third third generation pyrokinetic can do like holy fuck so a person with fire powers
1: fights fire monsters? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. They're firebenders. Uh, okay. It's like a
0: firebender fighting another firebender.
1: Okay, cool. So so everybody in this anime has fire powers?
0: No, no, no. Only some people have, like, there, there are people on the fire force that don't have any power. They're unpowered. What do they do
1: to fight the fire They, they
0: fight. <laughs> they have weapons. and Oh, like guns or like? Yeah, guns, uh, axe, and axe. Uh, one girl, like, she's actually like a priest, more or less. She doesn't have powers, but uh, before they take out an inferno, she, like, prays for them because they were
1: originally a person. <laughs> right. And, so and she's from Goblin Slayer. <laughs>
0: but without the power, though.
1: Oh, wow. So, what's <laughs> what,
0: That's what I was saying. She's unpowered, so uh. she just prays.
1: Useless. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's not useless. That's their religion. Like, it's go you go to the great God of Soul or whatever the fuck his name. is James, James Brown, God of Soul, Godfather of Soul. Wow, that's where they all go to. But
1: so, so, what do you? How you feel about the first episode?
0: I'm interested. I'm 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 definitely curious. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm interested.
0: And there's another anime called Doctor Stone. I didn't watch that, but I'm I want to check that out too.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. That's-
0: Especially now that One Punch Man and. uh
1: Oh wait, I did have emails.
0: Attack on Titan all over. We need to find something else. Since you're not know, watching fucking Shield Hero, <laughs> and Demon Slayer, I need to yeah, watch. I need to catch up
1: on Demon Slayer. But speaking of My Hero Academia, let's talk about emails, and freaking news. Here's the mail. It never <laughs> fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail when it comes. I wanna wail. <laughs> uh, we've got a question of the week from Danny Villasenor. Is it about My Hero Academia? Yes, actually. I was like what? Well, <laughs> what kind? What kind of segue? <laughs> it's about heroes. Uh, hey guys, so here's the question: What makes a vigilante a vigilante and a superhero a superhero? For example, what makes the Green Arrow from Arrow and Batman vigilantes, and what makes Superman, the Flash, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman, and basically any other hero that isn't considered a vigilante a hero? This also includes Marvel characters. So that's it. Stay nerdy, my blurries, and go beyond Bluzolja. What's the difference, man?
0: I mean, te- technically speaking, they're all vigilantes, but I guess in the mind of Like that world, a vigilante is more a person that doesn't necessarily mind going further in terms of like, not rules, because there aren't really any rules, but doesn't mind going, dipping their toe into the dark side if they need to, going, torturing somebody or whatever, Mm. if they need
1: to, breaking somebody's limbs to get information. That's a good explanation. I like that. I was gonna say uh, the difference is if the government or the the city they're in likes them or not. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Basically, you're a hero if everybody likes you. You're a vigilante if you're like a menace, like Jay Jonas says.
0: Yeah, I mean that too, but I like mine better. <laughs> no, I, I
1: agree with you. It's it's if they have a dark streak, if they're willing to go by any means necessary to do what the guy do. Uh, next email comes from Diamante Sharp. Really last minute. Hey, Jordan and Michael, how are you guys doing? I'm writing this email really last minute, hoping it makes it on the podcast because I had a question for Jordan that was really bugging me. Jordan, you seem to really like storylines where Superman figures or Pillars of Hope go evil, but seem to hate Captain Hydra with a passion. Why is that? Because of retconning bullshit. <laughs> like As a concept, I think Captain America being evil is cool, but it's how they did it in the comics is my issue. We're just like, oh, the Cosmic Cube changed reality, and now you're a bad guy. Well, at first, they didn't say that. They was like, oh,
0: no, it was always the case. Yeah. But then it was like, no, it was the Cosmic Cube. Yeah. Stupid.
1: I will (laughs) stupid. I just don't like retcons that don't really make any sense. I guess my main issue. Because if they did an evil Captain America in the MCU, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) It was the Cosmic Cube, though. <laughs> no, not that. And then also, when you do stuff like that and then don't have any consequences. Like in, in alternate world stories, you can have consequences because it's an else world and they don't, you know, it, that's part of the story. But stuff like like a Marvel comic, main, like a main continuity Marvel comic or main continuity DC comic, they always have to find a ridiculous way to reset the status quo. That's what I. Fe- that's how I also felt about Secret Wars. It's like you had
0: all of that. This is the perfect opportunity to reboot the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And it was like no, none of that mattered. Secret Wars ultimately dis- didn't matter. All no was the... The only, it, everything's back to normal. The only real difference is now Miles Morales is in this universe. Exactly,
1: the Ultimate Universe stuff combined. Yeah, that's the only thing that. Other than that, Secret War. Secret Actually, Wars is irrelevant. Only two things: Miles Morales and Evil Mister Fantastic.
0: Oh yeah, he's also in the universe, which I'm like... Well, I haven't even read him, but I'm like... Because I'm like, what is he doing?
1: I have no idea. Because in the Ultimate Universe, he basically destroyed the Ultimate Universe at one point. So I'm like, I feel like he should instantly destroy all of the 616. (laughs) Well, there's another Reed Richards, though. (laughs) That's true. Battle of the Minds. Uh, Also, I have an idea for your next production after Arrow and Power Rangers. You should do a Black One Punch Man. I'll let you guess who should cast for Saitama. Whispers, he's gay and a comic geek. Yeah,
0: who was that? <laughs> <laughs> who indeed? Talking about Eric? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: all for now. Can't wait for next podcast and also Justice Fergaro. <laughs> Thanks, Diamante. So, so yeah, Eric is uh, Saitama. <laughs> <laughs> you want to one-punch uh, some villains, at Michael? Is that what you want? No, he wasn't talking about me. He was talking about Eric. <laughs> was he not? <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, we got a review for Far From Home from our... Old pal Rashad Gordet, he left the review back in the day for, um, I think it was Jurassic World. What's up, guys? Not sure if you remember, but I left the review a while back that you read on the Jurassic World two episode. Well, there you go. It's been a while since I've written to the podcast, but I've been an avid listener for almost a year now. Your three plus hour episodes keep me through long work shifts. So keep up the great work you guys are doing. But speaking of great work, here are my thoughts about the thrill ride that was Spider Man Far From Home. Oh, my God. The opening sequence or the opening scene of the school's tribute video to the Fallen Avengers immediately immersed me back into the world of the MCU and Spider-Man. This movie did a really good job of conveying the struggles Peter endures living his double life and a hero and a teenager, more so than Homecoming did, in my opinion. The relationship between Peter and May feels authentic and Marissa Tomei kills it as the cool and freaking hot aunt. She's so hot.
0: The oh, that, that reminded me of something. I was like, yeah, either Marissa Tomei's Aunt May is either the coolest aunt ever. Oh, she's super irresponsible. Oh, yeah. They
1: didn't even go into that whole thing of like, you, so you know your son, you're, basically your son, is going out being a superhero and you're just completely fine with it, even though Uncle Ben died. You know what I mean? Like There was not even a, like a moment of like, oh, be careful. She's like, get out there and yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah. Go do it, son. Or oh, whatever. It's like, you got this. <laughs> yeah, you can interpret that she's super supportive, but it's also just kind of weird. Yeah. Like, you can be supportive and still say, be careful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's packing his fucking spider suit for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to be normal. Don't forget your suit. <laughs> yeah. um, da, 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 da. The Peter, MJ, and Brett love triangle subplot was handled really well. And when Pete and MJ get together at the end, it felt genuinely earned. You aren't the only one that shed a tear, Jordan. Uh, happy. If and shed a tear? I didn't shed a tear. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe he means like in general because I cry all the time. <laughs> Happy and Fury added some nice comedic beats to an already hilarious movie. Almost all the jokes landed with me. Yeah, we didn't talk about Happy at all. He was there. I
0: mean, but I liked...
1: I liked Happy. I liked the
0: fact that they didn't get rid of his character now that the Iron Man movies are done. No. Like they gave, and I have to
1: assume he disappeared too. They gave him a role. He was snapped away, right? I don't know. They never said. It kind of seems that way. Does it? Where's he been? He wasn't even in like Endgame or anything until the end. Yeah, but what, is he gonna,
0: how, what is he gonna do against Thanos?
1: <laughs> well, I know. I mean, like you know, you would think that they would establish that he was still alive at the beginning of that movie. Not at the beginning, but when they when they go back to Tony and Pepper and you know their lives, they would say something about him being around if he was still alive. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess there's no time for that. No time, Michael. <laughs> uh, I don't know. My favorite part of that whole happy thing was um, him kind of you know seeing Tony and Peter and at the end where he's like I love your aunt or I love Peter's aunt or Spider-Man And then it's aunt. also
0: more poignant considering the fact that Jon Favreau created like he directed the first Iron Man movie. Yeah.
1: Or first two actually. I feel bad he got friend zoned by Aunt May. <laughs> also it just being Aunt May is like a player. She's she's just out there living up after Uncle Ben
0: died. What's up with that? Which I mean, I guess considering that she's like the youngest, like she's not an old, she's not old Aunt May. She's still in her prime. I mean, still. So <laughs> she's like, I'm trying to fuck. Yeah. You gotta, gotta get some, gotta get some, you gotta get that pussy eaten. I
1: guess, man. It's just weird because Aunt May. Um, brother, what's he? Happy Free Ask she, Mexican. She's Aunt, she's Aunt Bay. Aunt Bay. Hot May. <laughs> While the Mysterio plot twist was predictable for us comic book fans, I still love how they executed it. Having Mysterio as a whole team of people definitely added to the threat. Uh, I like that too. And Jake Gyllenhaal impressed me as he did a complete 180 from trustworthy hero to selfish asshole villain. Another great actor portraying a great Spider-Man villain. And, and he finally gets to be in a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Because remember he was going to be... Uh,
0: Tobey Maguire, right? Yeah, he's gonna, when he injured his back for Seabiscuit. He's gonna be Peter Parker and Spider-Man too.
1: That was just a weird recast, like it mid, a very weird mid-franchise. Franchise. I mean, granted, it's not as it's not as a uh, major character, but I mean, Rhodey. Mm-hmm. The scene that stood out to me the most was the one I saw coming before going to the movie, the construction site fuckery that Mysterio put put Spider-Man through before leading him into a speeding train. He really beat down Peter's spirit mentally, physically and emotionally. It felt like the Apocalypse vs. Xavier fight but 100 times cooler. Seeing him bounce back felt powerful and the final act really embodied everything that Spider-Man means as a character. Seeing Peter go from a full mechanic to back in in black was a dope callback and it was a cool to see Peter show off his genius and ingenuity before and during the fight a big F you, yeah the moment I didn't talk about that either the moment where um he ran out of webbing and basically had to use he had no technology at that point it was just all Spider-Man I like that uh, the, a big F you to all the fans that complain about Peter relying on Tony's genius instead of his own and an even bigger F.U. to the fans who claim that he didn't have Spidey sense. See him go full ultra-instinct against <laughs> against Mysterious drones was crazy awesome. Peter Tingle for the win. But one thing I cannot ignore was J.K. Simmons returning as JJ Jonah Jameson. Holy shit. All right, I'm going to say spoiler alert for this email. I'm going to edit I mean, that. We already... Well, I'm going to edit that at uh. the beginning of this email just so people listening <laughs> might be like, oh, shit. Um... But one thing I can't ignore was, yeah, I jumped out of my chair when I saw him on screen, but I calmed down real quick when I saw that Beck turned the story on Spider-Man and exposed Peter's identity. Oof. Cannot wait to see what's in store for Phase 4 and the future of Spider-Man. I could go on and talk more about things I loved in the movie, like Ned and Buddy subplot, Mr. Bell and Harrington, and Edith, but that's why we're all subscribed to you guys and not me. Far From Home gets sparkling perfect vision for me, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. Thanks. At tank spams. Thanks Rashad. That was good. That was a really comprehensive review. Yes it was. And you already heard what we had to say. (laughs) The power of time. Uh, Let's see. Do I have. Although
0: I'm also like. Going for. Like they can't introduce Miles Morales in this universe now. Why? Because what are they going to do with him? Everything that they're doing with him. They're doing with Peter. Like even to the point that the same high school experience. You stole his best friend. I agree with you, but I've I'd have to have faith in Marvel that they you're, would. You're you're putting, granted, it's not Nick Fury, but you're putting him with Nick Fury, which is all of, which is all of Miles Morales that did with the Ultimate Spider-Man. They'd have he to, had to change it. taking taken under Nick Fury, but it's like change it to what? Well, no idea. Be <laughs> original.
1: I mean, because even into the Spider-Verse, and then also like Donald Glover, I don't see him as the Prowler. <laughs> Me either. But even into the Spider-Verse was like. Not the ultimate comics it's, version, it wasn't the ultimate comic version but, version, but it was still the ultimate comics version, was it?
0: Because Genki wasn't even a part of it, really. No, Genki wasn't part of it, but he was still a character, barely, <laughs> he was just there, yeah. He was there, like, but you could tell that they set him
1: up for the sequel, yeah. I agree with that, but I just, I they changed a lot from the ultimate comics, like the, the graffiti, his relationship, they, they improved the relationship between him and Prowler, yeah. I'm
0: saying they changed that, but ultimately, it was still like. You're inspired by the death of Peter Parker. You have the death of your uncle. Yeah. Granted, they didn't have his mother die yet. <laughs> that
1: was stupid anyway. Venom just randomly kills her. But anyway, I think they could do it. But there are still a lot of beats from Ultimate Spider-Man is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, they have to also change it enough that it's not like Into the Spider-Verse either. So they, they, they've got like double duty work. They can't make it like the comics and they can't really make it like Into the Spider-Verse. So I don't know how to do it, but I have to have faith in Marvel even though that re-release of Endgame kind of hurt my faith in Marvel. If, if anything, do it like like they did in a PS4 game, how they introduce Miles. Mm. okay, but Which got, I actually liked. I, I wouldn't know. Yes, I we, know you wouldn't know. you got one more email from Daryl Reverso. You're gifted. But in the game, they they killed his father instead of his mother. You're gifted in upcoming anime season?
0: You're even listening to me. No, I'm not. <laughs> his father died instead of his mother in the game. Spoilers! <laughs>
1: Uh, Jordan, I want to start off by saying you have a gift when it comes to looking at deeper meanings to things and giving them a poetic light. Oh, thank you. When you catch something, you really get it. Fuck you! <laughs> when you catch something, you really get it. But it seems like a double-edged blade. You have a tendency to... It doesn't matter. What does that mean? Ow. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just try to be more positive. Oh, I think he means... Try to be more positive when it comes to something you don't like. Life becomes a little lighter. This coming from a depressed nigga. It helps. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I have gotten that the complaint though like and we both have the uh where Chris says like oh you say you like something but then you just dog it out I get where you're coming from I I think it was pretty balanced with the far from home thing though yeah I did complain about some things but there were things yeah, that kept I was, me I was complaining Jordan <laughs> no one asked you stop complaining about things Jordan gosh <laughs> but I review things <laughs> Uh shout out to Michael he actually kept up with Shield Hero salute are you caught up? Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, I am caught up. I'm more caught up than you. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> so this season is jam-packed with excellent potential, but I'm only going to give you two recommendations and one demand. One, to the abandoned sacred beasts. What? These are anime. Uh-huh. I was like, what? <laughs> to the abandoned sacred beasts. I don't know what that is. During a protracted civil war that pitted north against the south. The Show out-numbered, me the beast. The outnumbered. This is like a whole like explanation of it. So, okay, there's two recommendations he has. One, to the Abandoned Secret Beast. Two, Dr. Stone. I just mentioned that. And, well, and this is actually the one that he says is required is what you just reviewed. Fire, 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 Fire Force. Force. Yeah. So this is it right here? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he's saying, hope Michael fucks with them because he's consistent with anime. Well, one of three ain't bad. Yeah, one of three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check it out. It's funny
0: how I went from the person that
1: doesn't watch anime at yeah. all. So now, now you're the anime expert all of a sudden. Okay.
0: I'm the new Jamie. <laughs> I mean, if you want, after we're done recording, we go in my room and cuddle and watch Dr. Stone. I can rub, rub, rub on your hair and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to a hard pass now. That would be a great bonding experience. <laughs> we, we talked about becoming closer after the car accident. Well, I'm online, Jordan. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, uh well, final final thing I'll say I'll say about Spider Man is uh the game made me want to go back and play the the Playstation game mm. again. And I'll be like that other reviewer was like, yeah, I played it three times. And then maybe I'll be able to answer his question because I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> she's the black Iron Man, but she's not no, Tony no, Stark. They just that, don't they want, they want they their characters, quote unquote, unquote t- I could t- t- call you a, a, a nigga. A Jordan. Episode, <laughs> you better not, if he says that <laughs> shit to you get his ass him. on Instagram. Yeah, I don't want
1: to <laughs> hand me down. Like, I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News.
0: But uh, news, so let's talk about some uh, trailers. These trailers came out last week, but since we didn't record last week, we're going to talk about them this week. Uh, so there was a new Hobbs and Shaw trailer that dropped. You want a war? Okay. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O. Oh, oh. There's two of them and $2 billion worth of us. If the three of us
2: don't work together, billions of people will die.
1: Your sister is one of the toughest, baddest people most capable women I've ever encountered. No one could do it better. What kind of girl? I see what you're doing. You think I'm stupid? Of course I think you're stupid.
2: Oh, H to the O-V. They lie. i they fly. And everything that's fly.
1: I'm like... I never claimed to have wings on.
0: Gonna need cars and guns.
2: Oh, I can handle that part.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry to bring this here, Mama.
0: Luke, this is your home. Go, Elekua. You're gonna get one star more and ask whoopee. Where? Basically, they're just—they're just showing more of the movie. Like, I know what this whole movie is about at this point. So, yeah, what'd you think about
1: the trailer? You mean the same trailer We've already seen But just with more footage Yeah that's what I said it. We know the this same whole Plot We points. know this
0: whole movie By this point Yeah They literally go
1: through Basically every single Plot point in these trailers
0: Every act Every the, When they first meet Yeah The fact they Couldn't take him out The first time Then they meet him On the island Of his of his, of the Rock's homeland Where they gotta go Gotta go back to the basics hoo, cock, 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 Whatever the fuck <laughs> It's
1: so ridiculous <laughs> But I'm fine with that It's ridiculousness Is why I'm Excited about this movie so i don't really care about the the plot points being ruined
0: yeah i feel like this is one of the rare instances where i always talk about i hate when you when they reveal stuff in the trailer but i'm like whatever yeah i'm just there to see the rock and jason statham yeah take out
1: fucking idris elba the black superman oh yeah this was the trailer where they had that ridiculous moment where they show fucking idris elba on a motorcycle on a motorcycle yeah whoa i'm like, like what the <laughs> If there's more moments like that in the movie, I'm sold. I'm fine. That's right, all I need. It's gonna be more ridiculous shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, yo, why that? If this movie does not end with uh Rock and Jason Statham just putting on masks and be like, now we're superheroes, <laughs> they're already
0: superhuman. Yeah. I'm like at this point, I don't even care because they're t-
1: working on Fast and Furious Nine
0: with why John Cena, it? and I'm like, I don't even care. Like, I don't care. More no. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw.
1: <laughs> they're fucking. They're Avengers level at this point. <laughs> Basically. And then even his uh, his sister. Yeah, she's Black Widow.
0: Basically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, bro, how are you Winter Soldier and Captain America but without the serum? It doesn't make any sense. Well, speaking of Winter Soldier and uh, Black
0: Widow and, and Captain America, well, we got characters that are all three of them, but they're all girls. And it's Charlie's Angels. <laughs> wow. What a <laughs> reference. <laughs>
1: I think women can do anything. Just because they can doesn't mean they should. <laughs> but I have so many talents. Oh. It's like I'm powerful. With a little, little tender. Oh, are I'm just a decoy
2: star. That's just the way you make me feel. Who's skills? You're you need money. Outstanding angels. You have a new client? Who is she?
1: I can't sleep at night. I'm the lead programmer on a product that can revolutionize the power industry. But there is a possibility it can be weaponized.
2: Elena would need to go. You know no! <laughs> you No, I'm James.
0: No oh. Angel. So yeah, there was a new Charlie's Angels show that I dropped.
1: And... Uh, what you're not a fan of Kristen Stewart and her Captain Marvel haircut and and a female Bosley because girl power and a sex bro? I'm sorry, I, That's true. I'm that guy. I'm the, I'm that guy like, on the podcast. I, I like
0: the, the the Drew Barrymore, Lucy Lou, Charlie's Angels, and even even the eh. '70s cartoons. Cute. Even I a mean, cartoon. I saw some of the seventies TV show. I was like, "This is this is interesting." Granted, it's the seventies. I was like, "So the technology and stuff like that is terrible." But for what it was, I enjoy it. But the, the this movie, I was like, "I can see why Lupita and Youngo dropped out." <laughs> nah. Oh, yeah, she was, right. She was gonna. Be yeah, one the she angels. was supposed to be one of the angels.
1: <laughs> Good on you, girl. You did the right thing because this looks it looks trash. I mean, you got you got uh, be- Bella. Fucking
0: Princess Jasmine slash Kimberly the Pink Ranger and then I don't know who this the other girl is Lupita Nyong'o's replacement <laughs>
1: I'm not I'm not as angry at it as I thought I would be because I thought I would zero in on Kristen Stewart's character and be like oh god she's trash but like the way they're playing her I wasn't as annoyed but what did annoy me was the first literally the first scene in the trailer is hey I'm a guy and I'm sexist as fuck you gotta deal with it and she's like uh uh-uh, uh cause girl power I'm like ugh oh. I get, I get it. I get it, Hollywood. I get it. Men are trash. Women are good. I get it. <laughs> like, it's it's too heavy-handed. Men don't even talk like that. Like, 99% of men aren't like that. But like, they, they keep shoving down this like, misogynist male thing down our throats to be like, this is what men act like. It's like, do
0: we? <laughs> Do I would we? say, you say uh, you say that, but men, granted, I, I completely agree with you. There are men that are I was going to say, there assholes. are a lot of men that like catcall a
1: woman, all that other stuff. Yes, you're right, but the way Hollywood's portraying it, it just makes it feel like most men are misogynistic. Like, it's just so, like every, how many times are we going to have the same kind of dialogue play out where it's like, I'm going to say something really outrageously sexist, and now the girls are like, oh, I'm going to beat you up for that. Like, Come on, man! <laughs> I get it. You're you're making a point. i mean it's the
0: same thing I said about how many times are we gonna do evil Russians and evil Germans? Like,
1: true. <laughs> there's no true. good. There's
0: no good German anywhere.
1: <laughs> true.
0: Like, if you think Germany's a much better country than America is now, they have free health care.
1: <laughs> I think it just doesn't. Especially when the point of this of of, of making these strong female characters. Is to have more presentation. It you shouldn't be antagonizing men to make women strong female characters. It is, it's not necessary, and because it keeps happening, it's creating this trend that people will notice. It's Like me, I'm a I am a fucking ally. Are <laughs> you though? Yes.
0: You, know, you already just yeah. said you don't like black women. Did you say that? <laughs> yes, I did.
1: I didn't like the little black girls. They're <laughs> too sassy, and I don't like this. And They didn't like little. <laughs> I still haven't seen Little. I should really watch that movie, but. I am an ally because when we get to the aerial talk... Like, I feel like it's on Blu-ray at this point. It <laughs> probably is. <laughs> when we get to the aerial news, you know... I'm saving that to last. Okay, I'm fine with that. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not on the other side of that fence when it comes to the aerial news. It's was only like, oh, when...
0: Because you-, well, you can say, well, they keep doing this. Well, here's the
1: thing. <laughs> if, if aerial... If the first trailer for Ariel opens with like King Triton telling her like, "You're a woman. You can't do things. You're just a mer woman. I'm a mer man." I'm like, ah, oh!
2: <laughs> god damn it.
1: <laughs> but I don't know. That's just my two cents. I I just always feel like I'm I have to be that voice of the podcast. I'm like, oh, here it is. Here's that trope again, guys. Another sexist man and female empowerment. Yay, women. <laughs> well, speaking of yay women, uh, so Maleficent, Mistress
0: of Evil. Dropped another trailer today, actually.
2: Five years ago, I thought I lost you forever. There is no curse that could ever tear
1: me away from you. Will you marry me?
2: Yes.
0: vicious <laughs> I have a little bit of news.
2: Don't
1: ruin my morning. Philip asked me to marry him. No. I wasn't really asking. Nor was I. Love doesn't always end well, Beastie. Trust me. Let us prove you wrong. You have done an
2: admirable job going against your own nature to raise this child. But now, she will finally get the love of a real mother. Tonight, I consider Aurora my own.
0: And so, what'd you think of the mistress of evil, even though she's not the mistress of evil?
1: You just said so my whole like, Why is this a title? <laughs> you literally
0: just gave my whole reason for why I don't like this.
1: <laughs> I didn't, I was telling you before the podcast, I don't, I've never seen the first Maleficent. Well, I have it the, on Blu ray so we can go in my room and cuddle. Again, with the why? cuddle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes to get me there to cuddle. I'm online, Jordan. <laughs> oh my God. But like, the reason why it wasn't like, excited to go see that movie because I heard that by the end of the movie she's not like full on Maleficent she's not the villain she's still got good qualities and even this trailer it almost seems like she's uh, this, they, what's her name Sleeping Beauty Ever Aurora? since
0: Ever since Wicked they try to do that with all their characters make them not villains yeah well, it's just misunderstood but I would love or to the follow wor- a the villain world, the world sees them as a villain but they're actually not if you know what they're st- like if you follow the story from their perspective
1: I like that as a concept but how they're doing it, I'm not liking it. And I haven't seen them fucking first movie, so how am I even to say that? But just from what I've seen, it just makes me feel like a cop-out. It feels like they don't want to go full evil because then you can't relate to that character. Because they
0: also did that with like, granted, I liked what they did with it. But like you think about it, they did the same thing with Regina in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I like, but I like that too. Yeah, I like that too. But I'm like, but it's the same trope. She was the, she's a villain, but she's not really. She's just misunderstood. Once you get to her backstory and how she became, how she, who, and how she got to where she became. But that's the thing where you see, and like her you arc, see, like the thing, like her mother. Her mother was the real villain. But
1: that was the thing where the arc was. She was at least villainous at first, and then over time, she, you know, became a good character because you saw all the reasons, and they, they eventually got to her, and she eventually turned around. But Maleficent. Like, I was asking you about, like... She ended up being my favorite character on that show. Regina? Yeah, Regina. I, I can see that. I liked her more than Emma. Stillskin was mine before they fucked him up. Like, before the Peter Pan stuff. <laughs> yeah, Rumpelstiltskin... I like Rumpelstiltskin, but I, I I like Regina. I, I can totally... I Girl see power! That. <laughs> hey, I'm not even complaining about that. I liked her, too. But, um... I mean, but for Maleficent I was asking you why like, did she become a dragon did she fight the prince and you're like kinda but I'm like well if they did that she should be evil at this point not like oh I'm basically your stepmom sleeping beauty so it feels like in this movie she feels like a, her stepmother well she is she even well she's her godmother that's weird <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you can't marry like, him. Almost literally, like her godmother, because she's basically a fucking god. She's an angry freaking like stepmother. Was like, you can't marry him. I didn't ask for permission. Well, I'm not letting you. I'm like, what the fuck? And at the end of the trailer, that weird twist where it's like more of her race was that established in the first movie? But it's a black guy. what's yeah, but the black guy representation. So like, what was that part of the first movie at all? No, of course not. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I don't know. I didn't watch it. So you
0: play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I just think that it could be a really cool story about a villain being a villain. And and still following the villain. And things like we're talking about One Punch Man. I think Garo is a good example of that. He's a villain. Yeah, but you say that, but is he a villain? He's not a villain. His <laughs> actions are still villainous, even though we know They're more they're more assholeish than villain. It's fair. But the second he kills somebody, he's a villain. Like that's a if, if he does. Yeah. But Maleficent, she doesn't seem like a villain at all in this trailer. <laughs> She's just trying to keep her goddaughter from marrying someone she doesn't want him, her to marry because she do not trust no man. Is that why? And then it's going to turn out that she, more than likely it's going to turn out, oh, she was actually right. Yeah, like maybe he's a dick or something.
0: Or his parents
1: or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And that's that's really where it's coming from, right? In the first movie, I think she got betrayed or something by the guy she liked. Yeah yeah so that's why she's like don't trust no men they're all g- fucking dogs and they're gonna cut off your wings when you're not fucking paying attention." yeah basically that's what she, he did right he cut off her yeah, wings yeah he cut off her wings Yeah, but how'd she have her wings back then cause she got cause he kept them he kept them
0: yeah as like a trophy or whatever and she took them back and she took them back and she can put them back on? It's magic. What the fuck <laughs> <I just laughs> okay. same thing with like Lucifer. He cut off his wings, but
1: he could put them back on. But I thought that was the whole origin of Maleficent. Because she doesn't have wings in the cartoon. No, she doesn't have wings in the cartoon. So that those the I thought that was the explanation for why she didn't have wings. It was, but then she got them back. <laughs> like, I guess it's an Else World, but I thought it was supposed to be like a prequel to the events of Sleeping Beauty. But like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, never mind. Alright, whatever. Well, speaking of uh,
0: things possibly being a prequel and elsewhere, a Disney movie, it's another Disney movie where they released the first trailer for Mulan, teaser.
1: We have excellent news.
0: The matchmaker has found you an auspicious match.
2: It is decided, come and sit down. It is what is best for our family. Yes, I will bring honor to us all. Quiet.
1: Composed. Graceful.
2: Disciplined. The qualities we see in a good wife. These
0: are the qualities we see in Mulan.
2: It is my duty to fight.
0: And there's talks of there being no Mushu. Oh. And I already mentioned this before a long time ago. There's no, no Lee Shang. No Lee Shang. No oh. music. Oh! And why, why no Lee Shang? It's all few... This is a... Look. What? Are they, they got... Instead of Lee Shang, there's some other guy. Oh, so there is a guy.
1: Yeah, but it's not Lee Shang. I can't... This is just a teaser. But is one of my... Probably... Mm, mm, no, I guess is not my favorite Who? Disney movie. Moana. Moana. No, no you said Moana. Moana. Moana, 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 make way, make way. Yeah, so I think Moana's my new um, favorite Disney movie, but Mulan was for a long, long time. So I love Mulan. And to take out the thing I love the most, which is some of the songs, to take out Mushu, is a great, like one of the best side mascot characters in the Disney history. And then I'm not even sure if based on this teaser, like was she fighting people? as like what was she fighting a war but as a female yeah and she like, was fighting people as mulan that better be the ending i'm assuming so it has to be yeah cause, and but she's like a badass because
0: you also saw she was fighting there was a moment where she had like her hair you saw her as Poop po- ping ping
1: yeah i think it's ping
0: yeah so there were more you saw that or poe i don't remember this is star wars yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> but yeah you saw her fighting as ping
1: but she's like a badass like, what was that? Those maneuvers she was... I was like, yo, what the fuck? Is Mulan always do that?
0: Because I think they're making it more in line with, like, the original source material of Mulan than the Disney. Mm. So that's why they took out Mushu and Lee because they weren't in the original. I want to be excited. So they're almost kind of making this like, Crouching Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what it
1: feels like. Like, it doesn't... It looks interesting, but just on the face value of knowing they took out all my favorite parts of the story... I don't know how to feel about it. I want to be excited, but I really, from the teaser, I really wasn't. I was just like, "Oh yeah, I remember."
0: I mean, I was excited because I'm like the fight choreography and stuff like this looks great, and that's what you're kind of there for Mulan for for the fights.
1: No, I'm there for the the songs. <laughs> what does my reflection show? No, that
0: that was like who the, I am that was the end credit song. <laughs> that wasn't in the movie. That wasn't
1: in the movie. Yeah, it was. What it was? Yes. When she's looking when she's like looking in the water and she wipes half her face. Well it's not gonna be in Christina Aguilera. <laughs> no, the Christina Aguilera version was the end. But there's a there's a there's a song. There's, she sings it. This is the version where she sings it in the movie. No, I don't remember. Like even if you're not gonna use like the music music, even like the, the instrumental music I really like to move on. Like when the whole sequence where she uh, decides to fight the war for her father and like you know cuts off her hair takes his armor steals the horse I mean, takes I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a soundtrack but I
0: mean you assume ten, that's not there's, all movies have a score so no I want that song <laughs> I mean but you, you you assume it's not gonna be I'm saying there's not gonna be any dance like fight whatever the fucking lyrics are I don't know I've only seen Mulan once let's one. get
1: down yeah. to business I've only seen
0: Mulan once so what
1: <laughs> Oh my God! You're not you not a Mulan fan. <laughs> I love Mulan, man.
0: And it was recently.
1: <laughs> wow! What?
0: Yeah, wow. Shut, the, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> Wait. So, what was the Disney movie that you really loved? Was it
0: Aladdin? Aladdin and Little Mermaid. Okay.
1: So, so this is my Aladdin. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> no, it wasn't because you didn't know the word. You didn't know this sh- shit verbatim.
1: I knew Aladdin verbatim. I know most of the words for the Mulan. No, songs. not the songs. <laughs> Every oh, line of uh, dialogue. Oh, excuse me, I didn't memorize <laughs> right. every line. I just mean in terms of like how much I love this Disney property. Like well, you didn't love it as much as me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not. I I, I can't tell yet. I just, I just, why why no songs? Because they're this trying the to make it one? like the original. <laughs> but Aladdin has songs. I guess there's no original sort yeah, of Yeah, no, Well, no, actually there because Aladdin was originally Chinese. Or Little Mermaid. That there's an no original like story for that. That I didn't have songs. They're just gonna have Under the Sea. <laughs> it's not yeah. fair. It's racist. You're taking it with my Asian songs. But uh Come some- on, you can bring James O. Jones back from Fossa. I want freaking uh Eddie Murphy from Mush- Mushu. Nah, they gotta have an actual Asian. <laughs> uh, Sign on you it's not on your cow
0: <laughs> but speaking of something that's not racist so and this is something that probably people were not that, that more than likely people weren't expecting because they thought this movie was going to flop all the critics said this movie was not going to do well okay but uh, Aladdin just crossed the 900 million dollar uh, worldwide box office so if this keeps up it's going to be on its way to uh Making one billion dollars right now. It's at nine twenty-one. Hmm. And this makes it the third highest-grossing film of twenty nineteen. Well, you know Behind that means Captain Marvel and Endgame. Get ready for every single so possible live-action Avengers action. Endgame, Captain Marvel, Aladdin. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, and I think it's so unearned. But Spider-Man might bump that up because he's oh, right, yeah, doing really well right now, it's setting all the records. Yeah, for a domestic box office, Spider-Man has made $185 million, but worldwide, it's already made half a, half a billion. It's made $500 million mm. already.
1: Damn. I'm, I'm, hey, man.
0: I think it's earned. And Toy Story 2- Especially off the
1: heels of Endgame. That's probably also yeah. helping.
0: Toy Story 2 is not- somebody, Toy Story 4 is number two, and it's made three hundred and six domestically. There's another movie called Yesterday, where also in a universe where the Beatles don't exist, but he still remembers the Beatles, so he, oh, still, yeah. he steals the Beatles songs and he becomes a phenomenon. Yeah, I was like, what? This is weird. <laughs> it Seems more like a Black Mirror premise than like yeah. a whole movie. But okay. But it's number three, and it's made thirty-six million so far at the box office, which is, I guess, I'm pretty sure that budget was not that high. Okay, cool. Uh, Annabelle's number four. It's made fifty million so far at the world at the domestic. is number five. Midsummer, which is something Chris hit us up about wanting to see that he wanted us to review, which I'm like... Oh, the horror movie? The horror movie. I don't even know what it's about. I don't know what it's about. They said it's the same makers behind Hereditary, and I'm like, I didn't see Hereditary. <laughs> so, and I mean, some people like, they say Hereditary was good, and they can't explain it to me because they're like, if I tell you, even if I vaguely describe it as a spoiler. I heard that too. So I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? So it kind of makes me curious to want to watch it. So maybe I, maybe I'll check out Hereditary first, and then I'll go back and look at Midsummer.
1: I don't the know. The only thing that deters like, me because there's nothing Hereditary? out. This,
0: I don't think there's enough, there's nothing out this weekend.
1: Oh, there's not. Oh, okay. But need to deters from Hereditary, people keep saying like, it's disturbing. Like it'll leave you disturbed. Yeah, it's I'm disturbing. Like, what does
0: that mean? And, and, and they also say the ending, woof, the ending sucks, and I don't like that. Oh, I hate when. Ugh. You gotta dismount well. Oh no no no! There is a movie this weekend that we need to review. What? Crawl. Oh, the alligator the movie? alligator movie <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah for all two listeners that care about that movie
0: <laughs> it's no i feel like it's gonna be good you think so yeah and i mean we fucking reviewed the uh, the zombie movie that's like a, that was a little known movie what zombie movie the uh with the black guy he ended up being a, the the survivor the nazi zombie movie oh that's
1: right i forgot that movie existed. <laughs> I mean, if you it, and want I liked it,
0: it, I liked it more than you did.
1: Yeah, because you're trash. Oh, shut up! Hey, I don't like zombies. <laughs> I'm forky, I'm tr- trash. <laughs> trash. I'm trash. Um, yeah, if you want to, if you want to watch it, we can watch it. Maybe it'll be the modern day deep blue sea. <laughs> maybe. Deeper blue. My head is like a shark's fin. Deeper blue. <laughs> but
0: yeah, this, uh, next thing I don't need to talk about because I already talked about it. Craven the hunter. Blah blah blah. Being teased <laughs> as the next villain, which mm. I hope not. Give me Scorpion and Rhino or just Scorpion. But back to going back to your earlier question, Avengers Endgame is now less than $16 million away. My God, it's so close. <laughs> From passing Avatar at the box office. So we'll see if it hits that mark. Because I don't know when it's going to come out of theaters. Because at this point, you got Homecoming. Then crawl comes out, and then then the week after that, Lion. Like, I would literally Lion, just like I feel like by the time Lion King comes out in theaters, they're gonna take out Avengers Endgame because nobody's really seeing it anymore.
1: If I was Disney, I would literally just leave it in, no matter how long it takes. But that's not I up. To, that's not record. up to them
0: though. That's up to the theaters. Oh, the
1: theaters. Yeah.
0: Because even in uh certain places, like people were hitting me up saying like in sh- like Chicago, they were like, I can't find the re release in my city
2: yeah it's, and i'm
0: like chicago's a major st-. even here i didn't see i tried to look up the re-release it wasn't great i wasn't planning on seeing it but i couldn't even find the <laughs> really release doubt <Thought> about it <laughs> no i didn't no, <laughs> I, I, was, I just wanted to see the sh- how like how would they market it yeah. I, I couldn't
1: find it here so i feel like they didn't really do a good job of even marketing it i didn't see any commercials for like see avengers endgame again for new footage i didn't see that i did oh you did they they, they set like that yeah oh shit Okay. okay five million dollars because
0: yeah. i mean also at this point the movie's three hours long yeah and most people have already because it's made it's made it's almost beat avatar yeah. so everybody's seen it like in much less time three four five times like yeah. nobody's gonna go back even four in addition because at this point because it's about to come out on blu-ray like next month That's or true. digital like this month so
1: it's like i just see the additional footage on blu-ray and they need to do one more commercial push and just be like, help us beat Avatar. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's what they should have done. Yeah, because that, that would get nerds to be like, yeah, let's rally
0: together. <laughs> yeah, that would have mobilized more people. Yeah. Maybe I would have went to so something like, I'll, I'll go see it again just just because. Yeah. Instead I of to lying be to me, yeah. tell me there's new uh, footage. There's
1: additional footage of 30 seconds. You want to see PS2 Hulk? No. You want to see some Stan Lee? I, I, I guess. Yeah, I
0: like Stan Lee, but I'm... Pretty sure there's a documentary on Netflix that I can watch. Yeah, like, I don't need What's a... What's that thing? My Superhero... Something. I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
1: It. I didn't watch it, but I've seen it.
0: There we go. That's my Stan Lee fix. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I don't have a segue for this. Okay. I need to say... I want a segue. <laughs> Segway! <laughs> Here's a seg. You're gone away. It makes me want to... What? <laughs> <laughs> but... This is a more serious note jordan put on your serious face okay well what's happening (laughs) putting on my serious face okay what's the seriousness (laughs) so yeah we didn't talk about because again we didn't have a podcast last week but you did rage about it on your instagram uh, I'm trying to think, I'm like I read you
1: about a lot of things. <laughs> yes, because you're so negative. I am. I'm really negative. <laughs> actually, you say that. I have I've gone back recently and looked over my 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 past like ten posts just to see. I'm like, yeah, most of the things I talk about are like complaints. I don't really talk about like I love this, and that's all.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't tell the world you love me. I'm online. You <laughs> <laughs> make a whole post about
1: Michael.
0: <laughs> I'm online, Jordan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Striking vipers.
0: <laughs> but uh, Lexi Rab. Who most people know as...
1: Don't look me I, like, I don't know who that is. Shut
0: the fuck up and let me finish. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> most people don't. I'm not most people, I guess.
0: I, I didn't finish <laughs> the okay. statement. Okay. Clearly, that was a fragment. <laughs> who most people know. Shut the fuck up. Lex, let's try this again. Rewind. If <laughs> you're... Lexi Rab, who most people know as... Uh-huh. What I was trying to say. The girl... Ma- what i don't even know what the fuck name is.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what is that at? morgan stark i love you 3000
1: oh, yeah. the little girl
0: yes uh, oh
1: this okay
0: yeah so basically she's being bullied online by so-called marvel fans because now she's known as tony stark's daughter mm-hmm. she's known as the i love you 3000 girl yeah so, people are going up to her trying to get pictures and other stuff. And so, she's not taking pictures with them because, again, at the end of the day, she's fucking seven years old. Yeah, she's
1: seven, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, basically, people are going after her online and basically calling her entitled and how dare you not want to take a picture with me? What the fuck? Yada, yada, yada. And so, she ended up releasing a video oh, on Instagram like, please don't bully me or whatever.
2: I love you, 3,000. I love you, 3,000. I'm like, oh, my heart.
0: <laughs>
1: who dare would hurt this innocent being? <laughs> yeah. And so. I also saw that some because when I made that post, people also complaining that I, I, I said that it was neckbeard trolls. And I said that as like a general, like, just anybody who bullies online to me is a neckbeard troll. Not if you literally have one or not. But people were like, no, it's also SJWs that are mad that she's not Riri Williams. Was that also part of it? I'm not sure if that is. I never heard any of that. I didn't hear that either. But I saw a lot of people talking about that. I'm like, I is that mean, just people throwing shit out there? Yeah, just I just never heard. To say, no, it's not just people like or neckbeards. It's also SJWs. I'm like... Yeah, I never heard any I didn't no. see anything like that Even either.
0: Even the article says it's people, say, people going after her for, uh, quote, the video, captions, references... The video caption references the pressure that she and her family face interacting with fans in real life. Yeah, that's what I saw. But Lexi wants people to remember she's just seven years old. Leave me the fuck alone. She doesn't say. That. <laughs> but, Leave me the
1: fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell she's like she's so little. You could tell like on the other side of the camera, her parents are probably coaching her like to. Yeah, her, like, par- her
0: parents run her Instagram.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's too little. <laughs> she's so cute. But yeah, fuck anybody who would bully a little girl. And so her mother comes out and is like, she's a normal human
0: being and she's a child. Please keep your opinions to yourself so Lexi can grow up in a free world. Sometimes we're rushing from place to place, stressed like everyone else is to get to set on time or work or whatever. And we seem a little grumpy. We're not perfect. And she says, these perfect children are not being given the freedoms and the rights
1: that they should. Mm. It's also shit like this that messes up child actors. Like, this kind of, like, attention and this kind of, like, interaction. And then plans. I guess
0: there was something about people are coming after her parents because cause it says... Because uh, she gives a quote that says, we, we give her a talking to and we give her timeouts, but we don't do that in public. So I guess she was acting out in public and her parents weren't doing anything. So people, because she's a well-known actress... She's seven. (laughs) But but people still know who she is. They're like, I can't believe you let your daughter act like that in public. So she basically says, we give her a talking to, we give her timeouts, but we don't do that in public. Yeah. It's just like, we give our children plenty of rules and boundaries, but then give them the freedom to mess up and learn from their own mistakes. So if you see us in public and you think you have the right to judge, wait. So I guess something happened in public and people are judging.
1: How often does a little, I don't know what, I don't know
0: what that is, but she's fucking seven. Yeah.
1: Like seven year old kids. When I was younger, crazy than, all the time. when I was
0: younger than that, I used to steal my mother's belt and run out, run under the bed. She was like, "Get your ass out!" No, you can't make me. Oh my god! <laughs> I was, oh, I was told I was
1: bad as hell when I was a kid. I was pretty quiet. I was bad as hell. <laughs> bad as hell. But yeah, I mean, what? It's gotta be hard, especially like you know you're raising a kid and you're that you have that kind of spotlight on you. So every little thing you do in public is judged. It's, it's gotta be terrible. But it just it just broke my heart that as a fandom we got to the point that internet culture becomes so toxic that we'll bully a little girl who's 7 years old like what the fuck the fact that a little girl had to fix her mouth you know with the direction from parents or not to ask people not to bully her yeah, it'd think be one thing, thing
0: if this was coming like from her fellow classmates
1: like please don't bully me yeah.
0: it's like no she's talking to fucking grown adults
1: yes fans people like call themselves fans and I'm like in my post on Instagram I was like Captain America would be disappointed like, what kills me is that When fans of things like comic books and superheroes or whatever, like act like this to other people, dehumanize other people.
0: Yeah, it's the same concept where people say it's funny how white people can understand the trope of being a mutant but they can't understand racism. Yeah.
1: It's the same thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it just kills me, because, like, these fandoms, Star Wars, Marvel, even DC, whatever, like, they try and teach you how to live, like, give you a code of conduct. Code of conduct. A code of conduct. Wow. But if you're speaking to Bill Maher, if you learn how to oh, act... Oh, I hate it! If, if you learn Mar- your
0: moral code of conduct from fucking Pokemon cards or Avengers, then you need to grow up and read Shakespeare. and. <laughs>
1: I hate him so much, (laughs) but I mean that's that's where it starts. I mean, yeah, of course your parents teach you that stuff, but what's re just like in the real world, the the people around you reinforce those beliefs. And if you're a fan of Spider Man, can you really call yourself a fan of Spider Man if you're gonna act in a way that Peter Parker wouldn't to somebody? Like that's what that's how I look at it. Like, and I think, you know, when you're a kid, especially or young, you know, a young young person. Those are your first heroes. They're not real, but they still teach you. And I feel like if you go against those teachings later in life, it's like, can you really call yourself a fan of those things anymore? Fill in the blank however you want. All, All Might would disappoint in you. Captain America would be disappointed in you. Like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Buffy would
0: be disappointed in you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Not willow though, because she did kill somebody. Yeah, she, that's fine. <laughs> but she, but she went through a momentary relapse.
1: He's like, my some kids like my role model is Deku. It's Bakugo. <laughs> he's just breaking shit. <laughs> but even he has a moral code. Yeah, even he's even he said
0: no to villains. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, that doesn't work. What? Because she's speaking of saying no to villains. <laughs> <laughs> Only heroes do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that doesn't work. But anyway, so yeah, Disney's interested in remaking a Nightmare Before, uh, or not ma- remaking, but doing a new Nightmare Before Christmas movie. What? So I'm guessing instead of maybe he might go to one of the other towns, so it'll be the Nightmare Before Easter.
1: <laughs> Nightmare Before Thanksgiving? What? Yeah.
0: Nightmare Before
1: Presiden- be claymation? Nightmare before
0: President's Day. <laughs> wow. It's Claymation, not like... Yeah, the My same, heart. same, same style. How do you feel about that? I don't need it. <laughs> I don't either. It seems, but then again, I said I didn't need a Toy Story four, and I I liked it. <laughs> well, yeah. I still I still
1: didn't need it, but I but I like what they did. But at least they had like a uh, a, you know, what's it called? Uh, they said trend, like all their movies have been like you know two three, they kept elevating. I'm I'm I don't know if I had the kind of faith in, I what a ten plus year later sequel to Night Before Christmas. That's the ultimate cash grab. Like what is there a reason to yeah, go but back Toy to? Toy Story four?
0: Three and Four was almost ten plus years.
1: Yeah. But I'm just saying, if if they and it is, yeah, it
0: is a cash but look at what look at what Toy Story Four did. Huh? Ah. So they're like,
1: what else can we go back to? <laughs> what else makes money? <laughs> this is oh, people hot tuck but kids love Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like it still makes money. This is
0: Halloween. People still sing yeah, like Some people still make that a a yearly tradition to watch Nightmare Before
2: Christmas.
0: (laughs) So who knows? Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we won't. But you know something we won't see anymore is uh, this this old franchise called the X-Men in the Fox Universe. Well, (laughs) X-Men Dark Phoenix is doing so terribly (laughs) how terrible is it (laughs) that is projected to lose more money wow than
1: Fant Forstic wow that's a feat in itself it it deserves some kind of reward for that like an award for the biggest flop in superhero history (laughs) Yep. that's terrible because Fantastic Four was at the time like touted as a huge failure so this is an bigger failure uh huh that's crazy and even worse, because at least that was like a, you know, a one-off. This is, a, this is the end to a franchise. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, so, wait. Uh, all those, uh, I'm trying to find if they give the exact number.
1: <laughs> it lost
0: all the money. It's just saying what the box, opening box office is, how much the budget was, which is $200 million, And it's just saying it's going to lose 1.39 times its overall budget. That's fucking sad.
2: Uh,
1: it should have released it on Netflix. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> they should have. Yeah. I mean, because we we don't know what the fuck is going on with uh, New Mutants. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that thing. If that ever
1: comes out, there was talk about them just releasing it on Hulu. Can you imagine? Cause at this point, that was so long ago that Maisie Williams probably didn't look the same. Like it would be like a weird time capsule where Maisie Williams was still kind of young looking. That's just grown ass woman. <laughs> What's oh, not right? Maisie Williams, Arya?
0: Well, speaking of a grown ass woman, in the comic book universe, for those of you that follow the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle story, they are actually finally making canon a female Ninja Turtle. So unlike in Next Mutation where it was Venus, where de it's Milo, Venus De Milo, yeah, they're making a new one. They're making a new one. What's her color? And she's not Venus De Milo, which I was like, that's kind of a
1: just bring back Venus. Yeah, just, just bring change back, change
0: her origin or something. Just bring bring back Venus, but this. Her name is going to be, uh, what's her name? I just saw it.
1: I've got two important questions,
0: but I'll wait. Jen, Gen Jenica. What the fuck is that? That's her name. Is
1: that a, a Italian G-E-N-G-E-N-N-I-K-A. artist? G e n n i k a. Is that an Italian artist? I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, because they're all Renaissance yeah, painters. Yeah, I mean, no. Well,
0: Venus. It's Venus v- de Milo. Yeah, Venus de Milo was the name of an actual painting yeah. or statue or whatever. So what's Jenica? I don't know. Is How do you spell it again? J- J-E-N-N-I-K-A. What the hell? J- J-E-N-N-I-K-A.
1: The Urban Dictionary for Jenica is a beautiful person with a great personality. <laughs> but I'm not seeing any like Italian references or anything. That's weird. But basically, it's
0: different because Jenica is different in, in that She's not like the other turtles, where she was a turtle that got hit with the ooze or whatever, and then she mutated. No, Jenica was so stupid. Jenica <laughs> was originally a foot soldier Okay. who turned Into and joined, a turtle? who turned well, who turned against Shredder and joined the turtles. But she was like dying or whatever for some poison, and so Donatello basically injected a blood it. transfusion, yeah, and she became a turtle. Is that how that works? That's, Bullshit. That's how that works. Bullshit. Look at the, look at the picture. <laughs> That's how I worked with She-Hulk
1: <laughs> That's disturbing is it, She doesn't even look good What the fuck What co- does, Do they have a picture of what she looks like as a Ninja Turtle or That is her as the Ninja Turtle The final one No I mean like with the outfit right? Oh uh no That's disturbing as fuck so, if, 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 so basically they could pull a lizard And just their, their blood is a weapon and if they inject you I with mean, it... it's radioactive. You'll become... Radioactive a, turtle blood. You'll become a fucking turtle monster. Okay. That's terrifying. That's not even cool. I would I would prefer Venus to Milo. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Actually, another thing about Ninja Turtles, though, that we never talked about. Did, we, did you ever watch the Batman versus Ninja Turtles movie? No. Me either. Did that come out? Yeah, it came out. Oh, I yeah. heard it was good. No, I didn't watch it. We should watch Maybe it. Maybe we should watch it. For next week. I don't know about all that. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: But uh speaking of us watching things, I don't know. <laughs> Segways a terrible this week. <laughs> but we're rusty. <laughs> yeah. Take a week off. <laughs> but yeah, so all this talk about Ezra Miller and his contract being up and them not knowing what to do with the flash. And also before, let me backtrack. So Remember they were on their third set of directors and it's supposed to be the Spider-Man Homecoming people? Well, they're not part of it anymore. So this is the third directors that they now lost. And now uh, the director of It is now being looked at to join as the director of The Flash. So now this will be the fourth director. The It director? It director.
1: That's weird. Andy
0: Muschietti. Okay. And so now with that... They're saying Warner Brothers is considering replacing Ezra Miller, who, had, who played Barry Allen, and now they're looking at doing Wally West. Hmm. Which one? I don't know. More
1: than likely not, Black Wally.
0: More than likely Wait, Shady. so now
1: they're not going to use Ezra Miller?
0: No, because his, his contract ended up expiring.
1: I don't even care anymore. Like we've we've gone so far down this rabbit hole. It's just like what I don't even believe. And I mean, we've movie- already
0: lost Henry Cavill. We already lost fucking Ben Affleck. I Is mean, it's not
1: official, but it's official. Oh okay.
0: Because when what what, what, what what when's it gonna happen? Yeah, when's it gonna happen?
1: Yeah, he's over here posting pictures of himself as the Witcher. As the Witcher, yeah. That's a damn shame. DC Universe, get your act together. He wasn't. He wasn't in Shazam. Yeah.
0: Do you care at all about the Flash movie anymore? Do you even? I mean, maybe if they do Wally West. Like Black Wally West? No, I mean, just Wally. Ginger Wally yeah, West? Yeah, Ginger Wally West. Gotta have a ginger somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there are no gingers left I after mean, no, no, the ginger. aerial news. <laughs> but yeah, so, I don't know. Do you care? Wally? No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't. Like, I, I I think I would actually prefer Ezra Miller not be the Flash. I At this point, I would prefer every character not be what we had in Justice League. Just soft reboot this shit and just pretend Justice League never happened. Same for BVS. It's unfortunate, but I'd rather that than keep trying to get these same actors who, honestly, I didn't even think he fit the role that well. Ezra Miller's Flash. He was, he was fucking, he was Wally West, but they called him Barry Allen. Fuck that. He not even Wally West. No, he was, I, don't know what yeah, he was. I don't know what he was.
0: <laughs> but speaking of something else that's unfortunate, so all this talk about PlayStation 5 coming out at the very end of next year, like December next year. December 2020? Yeah, December 2020. Well, analysts are saying that more than likely, the PS Five will cost A how much? Thousand dollars. Close, but no. Less. Oh my
1: God! I was hoping it wasn't that high. I was joking. Eight hundred. Yes. God damn it! <laughs> We're back to beyond PS3 PS3 PS Three levels. PS Three was six hundred. Fi- yeah, P- not even. It was like four ninety nine. No, I think the first model PS Three was six hundred dollars. Oh, maybe I didn't get the fur. Was I didn't pay that. Well, I think it was five. I, kind of, I wanna say I paid five. Five ninety nine was the meme. I think it's been so long, I'm so old. I was like, how do you even? You don't even have a PS four. I had a PS three. Trash. <laughs> the big, giant, bulky, glossy, black one. Yeah, that's what I had. That one. But yeah, eight hundred dollars. Like, what the fuck? Uh, like, this shit
0: better it better put me in Striking Vipers like, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was
1: about to say that but better suck my dick for $800 <laughs> and then there's the dick sock attachment that you attach to your dick and play a video game yeah, like, <laughs> that's a lot like like what's in it that yeah, what's it, in it that it costs that much we already have like next gen graphics how how much better can they look exactly I don't I'm not seeing it, like you think? look at Spider-Man like that looks fucking great mm-hmm I don't get it. What, what else are they gonna put like a some else in it? Like not just a Blu-ray player, but you can play 4K DVDs or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> like what else can what else can be in it? I don't even know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think, but I can't think of anything. A pocket pussy. <laughs> okay, then now we got something. <laughs> that if <laughs> if Tesla <suddenly> announce it, <laughs> Striking Vipers is real. i will be like sold, <laughs> sold. <laughs>
0: Well yeah, I don't know. But that's what analysts are saying. It's not confirmed, but mm. yeah, that's what they're saying. But something else that's not confirmed, and I'm like, I hope not, because I don't want this. But finally get into the 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 big topic of the of the episode. Ah but before that, before we get to the actual big topic, but now this, they're doing a live action Little Mermaid, mm. Jordan. Yes. And so one of the most iconic villains in the Disney pantheon oh, I hated this announcement. is Ursula. Oh, I hated this. And they are in final negotiations for Melissa McCarthy of all people, of all people, to play Ursula. Yeah, and I was
1: like, can she even sing? I don't know. I don't. Beyond like, oh, she's chubby. Like, why would why her? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I saw some people like a, like um should advocating. be a drag queen. <laughs> yeah, I I'm cool with that. Like, I actually I saw some guy uh sing Ursula's uh, her song, and I'm like, he's pretty good. Like I would be down with a, because it's also gonna be CG, right? It's it's Ursula in live action. Like how much practical effects is gonna be in that? Yeah. So you take the drag queen, have and, and he can be the voice and also the motion capture. Done. Like I don't understand why that's a problem. Too progressive, yeah. It's not even like the guy, the guy that I I especially
0: consider Ursula was based off a drag queen exactly. The design stayed true to the original character. Wow, if you say that,
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but like she was, come on, you can't make that argument. She's big, purple, and black. Like, come on, stay true to the original character Mm, because the next news moving on to the next part hurts that argument. So, I just think it was a missed opportunity, especially since I don't know how well of a singer Melissa McCarthy is. I don't think she can sing. Exactly. Like I w- I would In a perfect world, I would want the person who does the motion capture to be the same person who's the voice. And the guy I saw, his Ursula voice, sounded like a woman. Sounds like... I'm talking about Titus something. Is that his name? Something with a T. Black guy. Yeah, his yeah, black guy bald head. Yeah. yeah. He's good. I thought he was good. Would you, do you I like him? Know. He sounded he sound too cute. He he put two it was too much... It was too proper. Of, he put too much of his own spin on it. Yeah. But I think if you had him do it like the Disney movie, I think it would been perfect. But that, none, of, none of that matters now because wow. then the Ariel was now... Speaking <laughs> of something
0: else that's, that that people don't think is perfect. Yeah. So when you get a live-action Little Mermaid, you got to have somebody play the Little Mermaid. And so the person that they got to play the Little Mermaid was not the person that people expected to be cast as Ariel. And... The person that they got to play Ariel is Halle, not Barry. Yeah, I, when I saw the announcement, I was like, Halle Barry? Like, oh, Bailey. Halle Bailey, uh, who I've never heard of until this news came. Me either. But basically, she is a black girl playing Ariel. Yep. And, and the internet lost the its internet mine. Lost its fucking mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> to the point, and before we actually have a discussion about it, this will be the last thing I'll bring up. To the point that people are actually coming out and using science to say why.
1: Science? <laughs> mermaids can't be black. <laughs> yeah, why
0: mermaids cannot be black. Because if you're under the... because of, I'm going to read it. Yes, according to science, mermaids are white because they live underwater and have less melanin, which means lighter skin color. My opinion on why mermaids are white is that they live so deep underwater that sunlight hardly reaches them, Mm. thus the lack of melanin. Mm. It doesn't matter what ocean they're from, because they could have been migrating seasonally like fishes, but maybe I'm thinking too much. You are. Yes, you are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You are. I'm glad he said it, at least. (laughs) It's like, bro, however you want to justify why you don't want a black o -er 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 aerial, it's all totally on you but don't try to bring science into it like just say you don't want a black girl to be fucking but i'm like, like did
0: science did you use that same science to tell you mermaids mermaid. are mermaids aren't fucking real <laughs> and on top of that i'm like so yeah you really want to go this route you really want to go this route this is like thor of course of course of course <laughs> like you really want to go this route because according to science jesus was not white <laughs> jesus was in the middle east yeah. which is very filled with you know this the sun is beaming down on you nobody talked about that though <laughs> and in the bible it says his skin was the color of bronze his hair was the cut co- his hair was the texture of wool mm-hmm. but yet you got that white jesus on your wall <laughs> and you you want to go this route science of course it's
1: because science
0: <laughs> science tells you that Superman Kal-El he gets his power from the sun.
1: Yeah, a white guy a white, white guy <laughs> burns in the sun.
0: But Superman doesn't burn. So no. what color do you think Superman should be? I think
1: dark skin is what kind of absorbs uh the radiation from the, the sun, better, Yeah. And doesn't burn and the from
0: the the darker you are, the less likely is the chance you're going to get sunburned. Weird.
1: Weird. Yes. Yeah, science. Nope, no science there though. <laughs> <laughs> then that, that then the argument switched to but true to the character though. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I saw that argument too. It was like mermaids aren't black. I was like, mermaids aren't real. <laughs> like, what kind of? And then I saw you comment on my my post about how the original Little Mermaid. I didn't even know that was green.
0: Well, they don't act. It's not confirmed, but the only description that they have of the original Little Mermaid was that her skin was like a rose petal. And what the fuck is a rose petal? It's green. Yeah. So even in her human form, she had skin like that. I didn't read the book, but that's the only oh, descri- okay. that's the only description that they give of her like
1: of what she looks like. Her skin is like a rose petal. Okay, because then if we saw wait, a rose petal. Rose petals are green. No, isn't a rose petal the flower part of the rose? Not the leaf. So a rose petal would be like a red. So then she's
0: red. Yeah. Either way, she's not yeah, not,
1: not <laughs> white. But that's like a red. That's so like a light red. That's weird. Her hair is red and then her skin's a light red. Well,
0: I don't know if her hair is red in the uh, Oh, in the original? Cuz in the original, cuz I the 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 uh there's an anime based on the original book and she's a blonde.
1: Actually, that might make sense then, cuz that means the Disney version probably took the rose petal comment and applied it to the hair. That makes more sense. Yeah. But yeah, fuck science. What the fuck, dude? This is it's a mermaid. It's fictional. And this is this is one of those cases where and I on top of
0: that, if you look at like the the the, the Disney animated series, because you know how they did like the Aladdin after the movies, yeah. they also did the Little Mermaid after the movies. They had black mermaids in there.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that online too. Like a, a mute mermaid that had brown skin. Yeah, yeah. Which is not Ariel. And then <laughs> really,
0: if you want to take it like all her sisters' names, that's hood. Their names are hood as fuck. Warrior Adina,
2: Arella. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's man. <laughs> like, Shouldn't be <yeah>. equal. <laughs> My name is Arella, girl. You black. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, but yeah. So how do you feel about this change? No, like, you go first. <laughs> okay, well, for me, it falls back on the same argument I've always made. And actually, now that the in hindsight, with the Melissa Ma- McCarthy you said, "Stay true to the character." <laughs> well, let me let me, get, let me finish the Melissa McCarthy thing. Now it kind of makes sense why they would flip that to be a white woman. Whereas Ursula is typically seen as black because they're also flipping the the little mermaid character to be black from white or yeah, from yeah black to white. No, white to black. (laughs) Um, But this is one of those cases just like with uh, like other characters has been switched to black where the little mermaid herself isn't based on any like single culture or anything. So her race isn't what's important to her character. It's just that she's a mermaid that wants to be human race is not part of that equation. It's not like, a, and again, of course, all the same arguments always pop up online, where it's like, "Well, let's just change uh, Tiana to be white. Let's change Black Panther to be white." But it's like, again, the black characters are usually the original black characters are made to have their race be an integral part of their characters. Tiana grew up in the like the, the New Orleans post like slave times. Like she was like a hardworking black girl, you know, in, in as in that early society. Like it doesn't make sense to make her white kind of defeats the purpose of that story. Same thing and, for Black Panther. Uh, Disney
0: actually just released a statement saying if you still cannot get past the idea that choosing the incredible, sensational, highly talented, gorgeous Halle Bailey is anything other than inspired casting, that it is because she doesn't look like the cartoon one. Oh boy, do I have some news for you about do I have some news for you about you. <laughs> Let me tell you by yourself, yeah. <laughs> but um, cause also like not my Ariel was trending
1: on Twitter. I saw that too. That's stupid. But then people took it over. But she looks like her face looks like what I would imagine a mermaid to look like. Like she's got kind of like this ethereal look to her. Ethereal. Ethereal. Like yeah, she's got this ethereal look to her. Like her, it's her eye placement and high cheekbones. And and have you Have you heard her sing? I'm sure she's an amazing singer. She's fucking great. She's black, of course. <laughs>
0: that doesn't mean anything. You're black.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not a singer. But for somebody who's cast as Ariel, try to be. <laughs> I could very easily see them casting her, not based on what she looks like, but based on how well of a singer she was. Because let's be real, guys. The best singers in the world aren't white people. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but on average, let's just look at the best singers like in the world. A lot of them are black or have some kind of, you know... Other culture in them. <laughs> so I don't think that's like a... A, like a, a thing they were looking at. I think... I, I would like to believe that it was based on... Just her... What could she she could bring to the character. And then everything else falls into place after that. This is her singing. Can't tell me she doesn't sound ariel Already. That's basically right there. That's what you are. Oh yeah. I like the memes online where it's like... They, they have uh, the soul... Uh, Ariel with a soul, her voice is like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
0: But for those of you that have it, this is her singing. I'm gonna put the mic closer. Like a song of
1: love yeah, I can see that. that <laughs> Whoa. I could totally hear her sing, uh, part of your world. Yeah, this video is only 30 seconds, so. You think they're gonna give uh, Aero some soul? <laughs> they're gonna give her like those little, uh, little what do they, they call it, flares in the, her singing? What? You know you, know, you know what I'm talking about. The soul flare. The thing white people do in their songs. Oh, oh, I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Put a little bit of soul on there. A little bit of soul in that thing. It's racism. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know how we do. That's racism. <laughs> I hope they do. I, I dig this casting. And yeah, she doesn't look like Ariel, but whatever. You still have the... That's the thing. All these live-action remakes, if you don't do something to make them different, what is the point of them? Because no one's going to be talking about... I'm sure maybe this generation of people will be talking about the Will Smith Aladdin. But in terms of like the hierarchy of what you remember to be the genie, it's going to always be Robin Williams. And I'm sure it's the same thing. It's not, you're not going to erase... The animated, like, Ariel, her legacy is still there. Now we just have this. It's something extra. I don't mind that. Well, as a redheaded white woman, I'm offended. You know what's funny? Every time I've seen a ginger talk about it, they're all fine with it. Like, you would think a ginger... Wait, I'm offended. Well, you're not. I'm ginger. a redheaded white woman. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. I've seen a lot of gingers be like, I have, I have no problem with this. <laughs> so it's like, if they're not offended, why does anyone else care?
0: Although part of me is like, I don't understand the trope. The ginger trope. The ginger trope. Ginger to black. Yeah, ginger What's to up? black. Because it's Mary Jane, Wally West, Iris. Iris, uh Johnny Storm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, he's not.
1: Ginger, he's blonde, right?
0: Well, it depends on who draws him because I've seen some places. All right, Johnny Storm, uh, Jimmy Olsen,
1: Jimmy Olsen, um, Ariel, little little Annie, yeah, Annie, orphan Annie was black, orphan Annie. (laughs) Um, there's someone in Hollywood be like, you know what, there aren't any gingers in the real world, (laughs) let's make them all black, yeah, (laughs) because it's it's gotten to the point now where it's like it it was a joke at first, but now it's like this is like a pattern, why does this keep happening?
0: Yeah, now it's more. It's more than just like the one time or two. Now it keeps happening. Yeah, uh, Starfire. Yeah, Starfire.
1: She technically, but still, <laughs> it's weird. It's a. It's it's got to be on purpose, right? It can't be a coincidence anymore. <laughs> it's got to be on purpose at this point. <laughs> hey, man, there are more black people than there are gingers, though. So <laughs> I can't get mad at it. I mean, what do you think, though?
0: Uh, honest, like. Uh, and funny enough I posted I posted this thing on Facebook which blew the fuck up because I made it public but it's a meme that basically says I didn't even create that's the
1: funny thing what if Ariel was black because she's a descendant of the ancestors Killmonger spoke about that jumped off the ships in the middle passage Marvel is in the Disney universe (laughs) and and this picture's hilarious (laughs) but yeah so uh, that's actually pretty funny
0: but yeah so basically I'm just like I don't have a problem with them changing the race of a character when and it's and I I even mention this when it comes to like a like somebody like if you make Rody white or Asian or whatever, mm. like his character isn't intrinsic, intrinsically tied to his race. So he's like the one because people was like, Well, what's the what's a black character that you could change? And it was not cause you could say that why is it only white characters? Like, who's white that when he, when you make the argument like, well, it's about not if their racial identity is so tied to their idea. Well, you can say about any white character. Why is it that cause you know there's nobody talking about white power? And it's like, no, you can't change like if you cast somebody like JFK.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you're making a JFK movie. You can't make him black. Yeah. If you bat- I mean, even War Machine, like, though,
1: if you make War Machine white, then he's just Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, he's just Iron Man, but
0: at the same time, it's like
1: you gotta give him some difference. Like
0: But but like my point is like or or somebody like Batman, I feel like you can't make Batman. No, he's old money. Yeah. It makes
1: it, unless you're in an alternate universe where Black people have been rich for like decades or something or centuries, it doesn't make sense for his character to be black either. No. Yeah.
0: And so you have a character like Ariel, it's like nothing about her she's a mermaid. That's the most quintessential part of her character. So long as you have a mermaid that's willing to give up her mermaideness for a guy that she's barely met then you have ariel <laughs> and so i don't i, I don't have a, i don't have a problem with it like i, I don't know i just went blank <laughs>
1: <laughs> my brain's not oh uh... yeah, my brain stopped working <laughs> I'm okay with it because I mean, there's not that many Black Disney. Princesses. Like, like ultimately, that's
0: where I wanted to go. Like, I mean, ultimately, I do kind of feel bad for people that that are like because they are because they are minorities within the white community. Like, not a lot of Gingers. people do have red hair.
1: But they have no soul, so it's okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But
0: you need. But then again, if you think about the original. uh, The original Little Mermaid, their whole thing was mermaids didn't have a soul. (laughs) And that's why she wanted to go after the prince. She wanted to go after him, not because she loved him, but she wanted his soul.
1: Oh my God, really? Yes, that's the original. That's dark as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I was see that horror movie. Holy shit. Like, if you combine the trench
0: with Little Mermaid, I'm so into that. Watch the 1997 anime version.
1: Oh yeah, it's like that?
0: It's not a horror movie because ultimately she couldn't do it. So she killed um, herself.
1: Oh, my God. It's still dark. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah. It was super. And I remember, like, I when the, when the movie came out, it was back when VHS was still a thing, I specifically asked my mother. I told her. I was like, oh, Ma, can you buy me The Little Mermaid? And she bought me that. Instead of the Disney one, the Disney which is the one. one I wanted, she got me that 1997 anime version. And I, wa- I was like, what the? F-? I didn't say that at this age. But what? I was like. What is this? <laughs> this is not what I wanted to watch. Like,
1: where's Sebastian? <laughs> like, it freaked
0: me out because she dies at the end. Oh my like, god! She like sat, like she was about to stab Prince Eric and shit. And like oh. when she become when she becomes human, like is there an Ursula in that version? Th- yeah, there's an Ursula, but when she becomes human, like she can't walk properly, so her feet bleeds as she walks. <sighs> yes, <Yeah, it's> like. <laughs>
1: Uh, what is this movie uh, what kind of traumatizing childhood did <laughs> <Yeah>. you
0: have <laughs> but yeah so going back to that like I kind of feel bad in, in that cause like we mentioned like a whole bunch of redheaded characters that keep getting being changed mm. but it's at the same time it's like you still have you might they might not be have redhead they might not be redheads but there's so many like you could throw a Dart blindfolded, anywhere. And you land on a fucking white character. Like everybody else.
1: <laughs> like it's literally everybody else. Yeah. Even, I saw someone in my comments saying that Moana was a brown Disney princess too, but she's not even really a princess. She's a chieftain, right? Well,
0: I guess technically that makes her a princess. Well, no, that makes her a queen, actually.
1: Yeah, she's a queen at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But she's not even black. She's poly... Polynesian. Polynesian. And somebody
0: said, well, they made the argument, well, actually, Disney has been more, been pretty progressive with their Disney princesses since the 90s, so why change anything? You got Jasmine, Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana. I was like, well, Tiana didn't come to 2009,
1: actually. <laughs> and nobody, still, people don't know who Tiana is. Like, Tiana's like the who? Like, like, like black people and some people know about Tiana <laughs> Yeah, she's not like a household name like Mulan or Cinderella or Snow White or
0: no, because this was in an age where Disney st- like Tiana was the last hand drawn movie that they did.
1: Back of the bus.
0: <laughs> and they only we'll did, get to you eventually. And they only did it to have so they could do that iconic oh she's a Disney princess yeah type of thing. Because Disney stopped doing like hand drawn animation; they still do like the CGI computer animation yeah. which I'm like probably would have just been better if they did it that way
1: yeah CG yeah might as well I don't like the story though but that's beside the point
0: yeah that's besides the point Yeah.
1: so just make this aerial black whatever who cares like you you still my thing is you still have the animated aerial like it's not going anywhere and when people think about the classic aerial they're not gonna be thinking about the live action version no, it's, it's forced it's forced diversity that argument. <laughs> if, if there's any diversity, it's always it's called forced diversity. But it's like you gotta have like we're otherwise we're, it's never gonna happen. Like you just can't have. It's gotta be exactly the way it was. What's the point of the remake? <laughs> what is the point of these movies if they're not a little different? Like that's my main issue with them.
0: Well, uh, if you're gonna do it, just make a new character,
1: like okay, another these mermaid. All, these all
0: these all just give her a different name. These are arguments that they're saying. Just make a new character. She's Ariel instead of changing somebody established. She's Mariel. It's like, do, do they mean like another mermaid that's just not Ariel, but she's the main oh, character? Just, if you want a black princess or whatever, make another black. Don't
1: make her Ariel. It's always so easy to sit on the side and be like, just make another one. Just make it. Just come on. It's so easy, right? Right? As I do nothing, as I contribute nothing creative, creative, creatively I can't even say creatively. Yeah, creatively to the world. Th- those same people don't do anything. Like they're just like eh, I'm just gonna type my feelings. But It's like you you aren't doing anything, and it's not that easy just to just be like, hey, here's a black character, and now now it's mainstream, and now put a budget behind it. Like it doesn't happen. You need, unfortunately, in the world we live in, you, you need that name to, recognition. You need the name recognition. You gotta piggyback on that name recognition. Whether it be a, a celebrity or? That's why be, Kamala
0: Khan is Miss Marvel. That's why
1: exactly. Yeah. And if you and if they weren't, if Kamala Khan was named something else. Guaranteed, she wouldn't even be as big as she is now. No, you wouldn't even know about her. But people don't want to recognize that; they just look at the surface value, surface level of like. Just make your own. And what kills me is the the tit for tat. The Oh, you change this? Well, what if we change one of yours? Yeah. It's like, what? Like, you wow, have it all.
0: And Black Panther 2, we're going to cast Ryan Gosling.
1: Yeah. It's like, bro, it's like somebody with a that's giant- always, That's
0: always their go-to.
1: It, what if we change Black Panther? Panther? Yeah. That's yeah, always the first fucking one. But it's like, it's like somebody with a giant banquet of food on a table. And a person takes one grape and it's like, can I have this? And it's like, get your own grapes. You should make your own food if you want to eat. Grow your own vineyard. Yeah, it's like, bro, you won. You got it all. <laughs> Me taking this one thing, you really have to be so petty that you'd be like, well, no, nah, I want something equal to that. Like, that's not equality when you have all of it. <laughs> what,
0: what's that saying? Equality feels like oppression to the people in char- that have been in charge for the longest time. Exactly.
1: And that's, what I, that's always what I see when I see people immediately be defensive. Like, oh, you're going to take one of ours? Then I want one of yours. It's like, is that fair to you? Are, are you so short-sighted that you can't look at the big picture and notice that every other Disney princess is white? <laughs> Except for those three we mentioned. Pocahontas. I think it's more than three. Pocahontas, Pocahontas Jasmine, Jasmine, Mulan, Moana, Tiana. You're going to count the Asian girl? I'm talking about just brown. Because if you want to, we can get to like if you want to jump down to like. Well, I am saying you said not white. Okay, not white. And then was that five? Yeah. If you want to count Moana, which I don't really count Moana, but let's count Moana. <laughs> so that's five. I think that's five. And now we can sit here all day and name every other princess. <laughs> every other princess. Yeah, I think they're like eight, nine, nine
0: or ten. Yeah. Snow White, Sleeping Beauty.
1: Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella. Cinderella. Uh, um, Elsa, I know why I jumped in my mind first. <laughs> I, look, look, well, I guess Aurora.
0: Elsa's a queen. Does Aurora count? Well, does Moana she's not, count she's not then? She's not a
1: princess. Well, yeah, Moana, Moana doesn't count then. Like, she can count if you want to make it count. To be like, oh, there's another one. We got we got another one. But she's not really a princess. Belle. Yeah, I was like, why can't I th- I'm Rapunzel. just th- think about the princess as a heart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, they count Merida from Brave. Yeah, because she, she is. Okay. Merida. Uh, yeah, so that's literally. Every so when movie. they do that
0: movie, she'll be a redhead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, right. <laughs> but she's Scottish, so they can't. Or, or what, was she Scottish? Irish. S- Irish. Yeah. So that's one they can't change. That's yeah. part of the culture. Part of the culture is that. So that's all I'm
0: saying. So you, you'll get your redhead.
1: <laughs> so made a good point though that uh, there isn't a black princess that actually is tied to Africa. Like,
0: well, s- supposedly they're making another Disney princess where it's in Africa she's in remember I talked about it in the news mm. it's, it's supposed to she's supposed to take place in Africa
1: yeah and then like forget about just the princesses just think about main characters in Disney movies like can you I can't even I'm trying to think of even like a Disney print we
0: don't there's no black Disney prince because more, more than likely you know her prince Prince Eric is not going to be black
1: yeah I've seen people trying to cast black people as Triton and Prince Eric but like are they I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure her father might be black. Yeah, it's kind of a trope with Disney to make it an interracial couple, So I doubt they'll go black black.
0: Yeah. If, but I also saw like make him Asian. Don't make him white. Like do something. Give me something else other than white characters. Like you have white characters galore. <laughs> Make it, make it, make it Asian guy. Yeah, that's what I said. Make Prince Eric Asian.
1: Yeah, something different.
0: Right? they'd be like Spanish. I saw somebody say, "Well, that's just Cinderella all over again."
1: Exactly. I love Cinderella, the Wait. brandy, the brandy version. Oh, I forgot about that version. Nobody th- Nobody th- when you think Cinderella, no one's like, oh, Brandy. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, you do, but most people don't. So I'm like, you, you still have the original. Because you're racist. Yeah, that's yeah, so it is. Like, I don't know. My argument is, my main argument is, like, it doesn't take away what you already have. The, Ariel was iconic, and she's always going to be the animated Ariel. So this is just an else world Ariel. Let it be whatever. Who cares?
0: Well, we're going to make Black Panther white.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be to Chad <laughs> to Chad in the sequel <laughs>
0: Bucky's gonna be
1: Black Panther oh my god White Wolf come on but yeah fuck him and fuck the internet for constantly making a fucking shitstorm about everything that has to do with race it's so annoying like as soon as I saw the casting I didn't even have to look at anything else as soon as I saw Halle Bailey as Ariel I'm like well this is gonna be World War III on the internet, <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, I
0: mean, but that's with anything, even when they announced John Boyega as Finn, and then all the only announcement that they had was that he uh-huh. was a former stormtrooper. Stormtroopers aren't black, they're clones. Yeah, Stormtroopers aren't black. This makes sense. This is stupid. I hate this. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> or, like, uh, what's her face? Had to, uh, Kelly Marie Tran, what she had to go through. On the internet,
1: no oh God, yeah.
0: And then there was also backlash because uh, on the Broadway, on the Broadway stage, well, the touring uh, musical of Little Mermaid, there was an Asian woman that was cast as Ariel, and she got a bunch of shit storm. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> she got it. She got it pretty bad for people because she was Asian. She wasn't white. She still had the red hair and all that, but she was just Asian. <laughs> if it's not white, it's not right. <laughs> That'll be the only thing that I would be like because even like you think about MJ she doesn't have the red hair yeah
1: that think you for bringing that up That if, if her hair is, I've seen edits of her with the black hair as Little Mermaid I don't yeah. like that yeah keep at least that iconic yeah keep the red hair yeah that's that's what she's known for if you don't have that why <laughs> yeah I agree and Mary Jane better have red hair eventually too I don't like that they haven't done that yet I don't understand why they haven't done that yet I've seen Zendaya with red hair she looks she look, great yeah she looks great yeah the fuck? <laughs> do it do it faster
0: I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're waiting like I said they're, they're gonna have the Harry Potter moment where Hermione shows but they're up they're already together <laughs> they missed yeah, it yeah
1: but still it be like wow I'm lucky <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah you're. I mean yes you're right that could play the same way if he's like wow I knew I was lucky but now I know I'm really lucky and this he says the face of tiger part
0: or maybe they break out for a little bit and then they get back together and, uh, it's
1: true I wasn't even thinking about that but classic Peter Parker and Mary Jane is that they have to break up a couple times yeah. <laughs> okay you're right you, you kind of want me over on that that's true yeah face a tiger you just hit the jackpot but now it's like bitch you're gonna break up with me right when my spoilers my, my Peter
0: I, tingled my
1: identity was revealed <laughs> you bitch
0: <laughs> right but, when I learned how to tingle my Peter <laughs> ew <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> alright is that for the news yeah that's it alright let's get the hell out of here
0: uh, next week, hopefully. Here's another uh, another uh, thing that somebody posted on Twitter. What? White people complaining they cast a black girl as Ariel. Disney created 49 films from 1937 to 2009 before delivering their first black princess with Tiana. Black girls watched an entire catalog never seeing themselves. For 70 years, you spoiled racist brats. Oh my God. <laughs> And even this meme is like more of a sanitized version of what actually happened, like, because Disney's known for being pretty fucking racist. Oh, yeah. Historically. So it's not even that talking about black girls haven't seen themselves. They've seen images of themselves. Just like black kids, black men, black well, black boys, have seen images of themselves, but they weren't very positive for 70 years. Mm, Sambo. biggest songs of the South. Sambo. Or even like, look. I granted, remember as a kid watching it's not, Bugs Bunny. It's not, I was just about to say, granted it's not Disney, but like them old them Looney Tunes cartoons. Like even as a kid, I remember seeing that. And being yeah, like, I remember seeing it, but I didn't put it together.
1: No, I did I mean, they, they, the, the old Bugs Bunny cartoons slapped it over your face. Oh, shit. <laughs> slapped it over your face. Like, it was shit like uh, they would legit go to China and see, like, super stereotypical Chinese caricatures. Same thing for Africa. So it wasn't like there was like, oh, this is the black guy. And he looks like a Sambo character. It's like, no, he's African, and we're making fun of Africans.
0: <laughs> it's like, they still like, do uh, that to this day. Like, look at fucking, like, I mentioned that the, the guy from One Punch Man. Oh, my God. The S-Class hero.
1: Oh, that hurt me.
0: Granted, he's an, and I saw some people say, well, he's still an S-Class hero. It's not like they're making fun of him. No, they're fucking... Just because like, he's strong? That's, yeah. a, that's a trope and that's, a, that's a trope, too. Like, yeah. he's a fucking... He's the black buck. Yeah. And he looks... Like a fucking, he's just car- half naked and shit. And then he looks like a caricature with the li- like, even like Dragon Ball Z, like with the lips and yeah. facial expressions. Oh my like, goddamn! Even almost like how Japan, they, I'll even almost give... like how they drew uh, what's her face from uh, hmm.
1: uh Promise Neverland. Oh yeah, yeah, she was borderline. Yeah, she was borderline. She was close, but stuff like that, I always try and give the Japanese like some leeway. No, fuck them. Just, <laughs> just because. They're an insular society, and they're very xenophobic. So I don't think they're inherently racist. I think they're just mimicking images they've seen from our culture. Because granted,
0: it's not Japanese. It's different still, but it's still Asia. <laughs> People in China are
1: pissed off about this news. Oh, that's right. Because they're gonna get so drowsy from all the black yeah, on the from screen, all the drag- <laughs> <laughs> like the Black Panther. Oh, I'm so sleepy. It's let me look at it. Cause it's too many, many, many black, black faces. I saw, I saw an article. I'm getting tired like they saw a picture of the announcement it was like oh I'm getting tired already <laughs> so sleepy but yeah China's Global Times slammed
0: uh, they called well no they called. they called little mermaid first of all they called her colored oh no oh I saw that <laughs> the colored actress like
1: colored <laughs> what
0: but yeah but Chinese Chinese fans. Are decrying the casting of uh Haley Bailey as Little Mermaid, and uh, one person says, "It's not that I don't like black people." <laughs> oh no, well, you, have yeah, you, like you have to start. Like, off yeah, like that. You have to start off like that. We start that way. <laughs> the problem is that this character was originally white with red hair. Uh, what else?
1: It's not a race thing. It's a, it's a character accuracy thing.
0: Casting a black actor in a ro- in a role rooted in white culture. That's just corporations. That's just a corporation trying to earn money by being politically correct.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Real,
0: real respect means giving the black culture more representation on screen by allowing the black community to tell its own stories. Uh. Remember we had this whole discussion during us. Uh, we, there's so Black few people, people telling have that power. But Jordan Peele when Jordan Peele was telling his own stories, they're like, why is not there any white leads in his movies? Oh yeah, was, yeah.
1: <laughs> So it's like, it's yeah. not a real like it's not a real. It's like, what do you
0: want when we do tell our own stories? You complain that you're not in it. Yeah. Or like remember the guy I told you about on Collider. What if I want an audition for a Jordan Peele movie? Yeah. I can't do it.
1: It always goes back to white privilege. That's why it's tit-for-tat, like that same scenario of like, oh, well, if you got one, I want one too. It's like, you already got it all, bro. (laughs) I know your white privilege blinds you to that, but you're pretty privileged. I know you can't recognize it, but it's there. (laughs) Even this conversation we're having. White privilege isn't real, though. Yeah, you're right. It's not real. What am I talking about? What are you talking about? (laughs) All right, let's get out of here. Somebody's mowing the lawn outside, so (laughs) now's the time to wrap it up anyway. But uh, yeah, that's been a week's episode of Blur Vision. Oh, what we, will we uh, watch the next week? Stranger Things. I told you. Crawl. crawl. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember. Crawl. <laughs> Hopefully, we we'll wrap up Stranger Things. Maybe I'll watch Midsummer. Okay. Maybe. I might try and check out uh, that fire thing talked about. Firestarter. No, you have to. No, you fire have Force. Fire Force and Dr. Stone. I got to catch up on And Demon Slayer. Not Demon Slayer. And Rising of a Shield Hero. That's what I got to <laughs> catch up on. Because I am interested. Is it season finale yet? Did it
0: end? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm I'm behind. Okay. I'm behind, right. but I'm only behind like three episodes. You're behind like a hundred. Yeah,
1: like at least ten. <laughs> All right, let's got here. This week's this week's episode of
0: Blurred Vision. I've been your host Jordan. If Weave. Like, if anything, we can make it mostly anime with Doctor Stone, Fire Force, Anime Week. Of course, the movies too, but still, and Stranger <laughs> Things, movies. You mean movie? <laughs> Not movies. Midsummer and Crawl. Well, no, maybe I don't know. I might not get to this. <laughs> yeah, give
1: me one or the other, bro. <laughs>
0: so all right, crawl,
1: crawl. Okay, all right. Host- so so crawl. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Doctor Stone.
0: Okay. Fire Force. Right. Rising of a Shield Hero. Okay. And Demon Slayer. Yeah, throwing Demon Slayer too, huh? You can. Yes. All of it uh, All right <laughs> All of it
1: <laughs> All right Well that's been this week's episode Of Blood Vision And you're not gonna watch any of it <laughs> Probably not <laughs> I've been your host Jordan with Michael And we will see You next week Peace
0: Bye Jordan I'm online
2: <laughs> <laughs> Decline <laughs> Hope Dangles on a string Like slow spinning Redemption Winding in And winding out The shine of it has caught my eye and roped me in, so mesmerizing and so hypnotizing. I am captivated, I am vindicated. I am selfish. I-